Cutting through the ball in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Good day. And today we're going to talk about the uh, the man, the so-called Mandela effect, allegedly. Right at the top of the show, I feel it's necessary that I get something out of my system. Yeah. Today we are going to talk about <laughs> <the> Mandela effect. <laughs> I'm That's frantically it. making done. wrong sign language <laughs> as well. It's done, it's out, it's gone. That's the end of it. <laughs> uh, so. Is named after Nelson Mandela? Yes. Yeah, because some woman couldn't decide whether she remembered something wrong. All right, never mind, we'll get we'll to that. We'll get there. We'll get to that. Also, we would have to wish Mike a happy birthday because oh, yes. the uh, oh, thank the, you should. the seventeenth. It's the seventeenth on the day of recording, and your birthday was the two days ago. Fifteenth, then. Yeah. You made me work that out. Can <laughs> <laughs> I keep it sharp, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. Cheers, yeah. guys. Um, so, do we have any uh, any strange any news? weird news at the top? I've got one news story, but do you want to go first, Mike? Yeah, I got so a few. Man cements my career to head in Wolverhampton. Oh, no. I would do that if I lived in do Wolverhampton. You, do you know who these guys are? They're quite famous pranks, YouTube pranksters based in the Wolverhampton Dudley areas. Which is near, near us. Near us, yeah. They're local celebrities, really. But this prank... They do jackass-style pranks to, to the extreme, but this one went fucking wrong, so... Do you want to explain it, Mike? Yeah, an internet prankster. I like how prankster is in quotation marks. Yes. Had to be freed by firefighters after cementing his head inside a microwave oven. Jesus Christ. West Midlands Fire Service said it took an hour to free the man <laughs> after they were called to a house in Ford Houses, Wolverhampton. Friends had managed to feed an air tube into the 22-year-old's mouth to help him breathe. Well, that was, that was nice of him, at least. Well, I was wondering how he was breathing yeah. at this point. <laughs> God. If you search online, there are some fantastic photographs of a man with a microwave on his head. Can, yes. I, can I see that photo, please? And I'm sure if you were to find them... Fantastic. I can't think of their name now, but if you were to find them on their YouTube channel, I'm sure you can watch the entire thing. They, oh, hang on. They had mixed seven bags of polyfiller, which they then poured around his head, which was protected by a plastic bag inside the microwave. Oh, my Lord. By the time we were called, they'd already been trying to free him for an hour and a half. All of the group involved were very apologetic, but this was clearly a call-out which might have prevented us from helping someone else in genuine accidental need. So, Or any kind of need, really. Yes, yeah, so fireman good, internet pranksters bad. Um, although, to be perfectly honest, this is probably going to do wonders for their hit count. Oh, yeah, yeah. National yeah. coverage this has got. Um, this is a... Na- what site is this? BBC.co.uk. So our local celebrities are getting national coverage for being absolute <laughs> tools, wasting 
emergency services time and they'll be rewarded by um, some kind of advertising yeah, deal yeah advertising probably. revenue yeah. Yeah. oh well nobody like a died a version of jackass yeah basically jackass yeah. with black country accents sort basically. of really flogging a dead horse to death isn't it because I mean jackass kind of stopped being funny quite a long time ago uh, I don't know I, I love jackass but I don't want to watch anyone else doing it I don't I think know, the Welshmen were quite oh, good. What were they Dirty called? Sanchez? Yes, Pritchard. Yeah, yeah, they were quite funny, weren't they? Yeah, yeah but they were also... But it's because like, they were Welsh. Yeah, but they used to put their balls over snooker pockets. That's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with crack, that. Crack snooker balls <laughs> on their testicles. That fucking hurt. Yeah, that is mental. Yeah, I've seen right. meeting nettles, things exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. you know, it's like they were just bored Welshmen living in a valley. That was, what, that was their gimmick, wasn't it? Yeah, what a gimmick. <laughs> what's next then what we, what we got okay EastEnders Pat Butcher admits to using cannabis for pain relief every day and calls for its legislation well if Pat Butcher's behind it then <laughs> so am I thank goodness for any thank- um, non-English listeners she is a famous soap star that was in uh, one soap for 26 years EastEnders she was yeah. in and Which, just, Mike, you, you like EastEnders, or you I did? I used to, I used to like I it. I used to have half a night sometimes, come around to play Champo. Mm. Can't do anything, Ben EastEnders is on. Gotta wait till it's finished. Wait till finished. Well, should we explain that she's a character, she's an old lady, or an older lady character. She's 75 now. 75 years old. So this is a bit like, for our American, because this week, uh, in the stats, we had more listens in America than we did the UK, so... Yeah. Have I we, feel we like reached a thousand listens? Hey, hey, so I feel like week. we need to uh, acknowledge that, sort of explain things. So Pat Butcher, it's a bit like finding out that the UK's nan. Yeah. The UK's collective television nan. It's a dope fiend. Yes. Let's <laughs> 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 come out and say, we, but this is, I've already had, this has got real world benefits. I have already had this joke with my elderly, well, she's not that elderly, sorry, mum. She's nearly <laughs> 70. But I've literally said, like, did you see that Pat Butcher documentary, Mum? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, if it's all right with Pat, then it must be all right with me. I told you it's medicine. And she's like, well, just because one lady. I'm like, Pat Butcher, yeah, it's, it's the Pat. Yeah, it's yeah. just about changing people's perceptions. And I think it's yeah. a good story. They did a series on ITV where it was Pat Butcher, uh, John Fashadu, ex- ex-England footballer, <laughs> Christopher Biggins. Did, get, <laughs> did they get Biggins? <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, he pulled a white in with Bobby, Bobby George, the dance player. It was the most amazing series. It sounds like a fever dream. <laughs> Hang on. Did Fashley play for England? He did. Two caps. Oh, right. Sorry. He was terrible. Yeah. So still... didn't We were talking about gladiators earlier. Oh. He, he was the presenter, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was with Eureka. Eureka. To give her a full yeah. name, yeah. So, yeah, but so, Pat Butcher and Christopher Biggins getting stoned on TV <laughs> is just the best thing ever. Wow. On a, mo- on a serious note, though, this is a good thing for us yeah, as we smokers. This is a very mainstream celebrity, you know... Uh, she may be 75, but she's yeah. still mainstream and current. That's Everyone it. knows Pat. Yeah. And she's not talking about... She's calling for its legalisation for medicinal reasons, for yeah. pain She takes it now because the CBD element has been mm. legalised in the mm. UK now. Fantastic. And uh, it's, it's, it is important because, you know, there's people in severe pain. My neighbour, mm. he can barely walk. He's, he must be in his 80s. Yeah. He, he says he's tried all the painkillers and they don't do any good. 
but we... He doesn't want to try it, no, he hasn't... Oh, he hasn't tried it yet. No, he hasn't tried it. Mm. He won't take morphine because he's known people who've taken it and have died. Yeah, whereas some weed oil would be fantastic well, yeah. for him, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah would you, what would you say? Oh, we could start growing it and sell it to him. That's very true. <laughs> but we didn't just say that. No, um, no, 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 we didn't. Uh, would you say we use it medicinally or recreationally? It numbs my, my mental pain. Does that count? It numbs the fact that I've had a shit day at work. Yeah. Well, I've got glaucoma of the third eye. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does the trick. Oh, man. So, God bless Pat Butcher. Yeah, then. yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, um, I've got one more. Dwarf stripper gets bride to be pregnant on her hen night. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Fair play to him, that's what I say. It's actually quite an old article, 2014, I've just noticed. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Still well. worth it. A bride to be had to confess to having sex with a dwarf stripper on her hen night when she gave birth to a child <laughs> with dwarfism. It was only when the baby was born that her husband discovered the fling. Oh, oh man. man, that's great. That's great. Did he have a normal sized penis? Didn't yeah. say. No, I don't think he's going to go that far into it. It didn't say. Oh, no. <laughs> Once she had her son in her arms, she broke down and confessed what had happened. As you can imagine, no one that sleeps with a stripper and a hen night broadcasts it. <laughs> or at least they tried to take the secret to the grave. The Daily Mail quoted a dwarf stripper as saying, I know colleagues working at a Valencia, but I'm not aware of them any of them. Getting involved in something like this. Why are you quoting if he's not actually <laughs> confirming anything? It's just a fill of words, mate. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I mean, fair play to the guy, that's what I say. Okay, uh, have you got one, Ben? Yeah, is it on the computer, Mike? I've, I've only got one. Uh, we'll have to pause we'll it here, because I didn't get it for you. Do you want me to read mine while you're Yeah, go on, then, that's a good idea. Uh, okay. Scientists inject thoughts and information directly into a monkey's brain. Fantastic. Yeah. It's the beginning of the fucking end. Hi <laughs> to the apes, for fuck's sake. Yeah, haven't they seen it? <laughs> Don't they read comics? So, brains are very strange things. Despite their sense of self-importance, they're really just a bunch of fiddly wiring, meaning all our thoughts and perceptions are just electrochemical reactions. Exploring that idea, two scientists and two rhesus... Rhesus? Rhesus monkeys have shown how it's possible to, quote-unquote, inject information directly into the brain's premotor cortex using a light zap of electricity. It's still early stages for the research, but in theory, it has some big implications for the development of brain-computer interfaces. Why are they interfacing brains and computers? Three I mean, words, rap, monkey, hive mind. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the monkeys and the rats are going to form an alliance again? Yes. So. I can't tell if it's three words or four words till I say yeah. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... Why? It's dangerous. Don't they fucking watch science fiction? Don't they... I mean... Oh, You'd think scientists, of all people, would watch science fiction. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is going to be cool to control my robot body using my mind. Yeah, but after Jesus has beat the shit out of you, it'll be completely replaced by cybernetics. <laughs> Fuck him. Fist of Jesus. <laughs> I'll fist him. Actually, did um, you see that, that, uh, yeah. the, that trailer for Fist I, of Jesus? I it was repeat, fantastic, it was a zombie film starring yes. Jesus. I repeat yeah. what I said to you in that thread, Ben, when uh, Ben sent me a link to the zombie movie Jesus and, and intonated that Jesus would 
kicked my ass. I said I'd beat the shit out of him and then make love to his nail holes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. So anyway... Yeah. Speaking of Jesus, I had a sausage roll from Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. So, oh, bastards, yeah. did you ask? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I just think injecting things... It's just this, it's all... When we were children, this would have been beyond... This was pure science fiction. Now we are in the stages where, yes, they are actively researching how to interface brains with computers. We're becoming one with machines. It's the beginning of the next stage of technological evolution. And human evolution. Robopocalypse. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Um, um, I've got some bad news for you on the enjoying it front. Oh no! In my term, my, my weird news. Um, okay. Um, this is a, a woman who will never go back to men after having sex with twenty ghosts. The dirty slag. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of. Um, Amethyst Realm. That's not her name. I thought that was like a company. It says I, read, a I read that. I read Amethyst Realm and thought, nah, that must be. Um, must be like sushi works for or something. Amethyst, not like not, Amethyst. Not, I'm, I oh, well, she's called Amethyst Brown. Amethyst. And she's she from and she's from Bristol in the yeah. UK, and she claims to have had sex with twenty different ghosts in the past twelve years, and they're better than me, the men they used to be oh. in the bedroom. So she knew them when they were alive. Did she well, kill them? I'm presuming that they were men at some point, so they're ghosts oh. now. So she shagged them when they were alive. No, 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 no. They're just they're just oh. ghosts. She's saying they're better than men. Uh, but they were men at some point, I so that really once you die, you get better in bed. So wow. for all, yeah. That is, <laughs> that is a real insult, isn't it? Yeah. Your, your sexual skills will improve no end when you die, when you leave this mortal coil. She's a, she's um, a spiritual guidance counsellor. That means basically she's a fucking new she's age a, hippie, homeopathic. She's an asshole. Fucking spirit stones, auras. Is she in the robot? Yeah. She's. An, she is very firmly entrenched in the reggae box. Oh, she's got a spirit animal. And yeah, everything. yeah. I've had experience with, with grown adults looking me in the eye, telling me they've met their spirit animals and think, had visions and things. People do, people, but to, again, for our American listeners, she's from a place called Bristol in England, so not only does she fuck ghosts, but she talks, like, is there any quotes from her on in this Yeah, article? yeah, oh, there is. Go. Can you scroll down slightly um, for me, Mike? Just to this big quote here. Yeah, well, I can see. Oh, shit. Oh, no. oh fuck's sake, Mike. <laughs> technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> controlling a fucking bag. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Maybe we do need human computer <laughs> interface. <laughs> she, she's from Bristol, so she will talk like this, and this is a direct quote. It started as an energy, then became physical. There were pressure on me thighs and breath on my neck. I just always felt safe. I had sex with the ghost. <laughs> fucking idiot. She smells like like a fucking hippie shop. I guarantee it. Um, I don't like her. I don't like her. <laughs> she's not the kind of person I'd be able to spend five minutes with talking about because she's going to mention mm. that she's not only had sex with ghosts, but she's going to mention about my aura and my mm. chi oh. and then try and sell me some, some pretty little stones to put in my pocket. Yes. Probably wave some burning sage at me. <laughs> and I'm just going to end up telling her to fuck off. But I think you're missing a trick here. Well, kill myself so I can be better in bed. <laughs> <laughs> if there's male ghosts wanting sex, there's got to be female ghosts wanting sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but might we know it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's <a> tease yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually thought there might be hope for me, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Do you know the thing is, she's a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> here, Mike, do you want to come and fuck some ghosts with me? 
bit more. I'll just uh, we'll finish off the the the, the article. It's uh, although she can never see the ghost, she claims that she could definitely feel it, and she had an affair with the spirit for three years until her partner caught her in the act. <laughs> <laughs> She's then moved on to other ghosts and has even looked into the possibility of phantom pregnancies. So this woman thinks she wants to have sex with a... She can get pregnant by ghosts. She's going to give birth She'll to give ghosts. birth to a little sheep <laughs> <laughs> with eyes cut out. Yeah. She's a lunatic. Let's move on to the next one. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck me. Last one. I, I always like these. This is, this is always a fun... Topic for me. Oh, um, yeah, I said it. This is nuts. Yeah. Um, police appeal for help after a man bursts into flames and dies while walking down London Street. For some reason, I find human spontaneous combustion fascinating. Me too. It's just like, me too. whenever the missus moans, I'm farting a lot. So, well, if I don't, I could combust I could and burn the house down and kill the dogs. That's very true. And you, would, is that what you want? No. So, well... Now, you see, I read, I did hear this story. So nobody saw him. People just looked up and saw a man on flames yeah. stumbling down the street. And nobody asked. So, lots of things could have happened. Uh, could he have walked past a naked frame of some description? Because they said there was no obvious accelerants on his body. Um, so he wasn't, you know, he hadn't bathed in paraffin that morning or uh, <laughs> used an entire can of Lynx Africa. Um, <laughs> You know, he wants the links effect. <laughs> he would be fucking flammable after an entire time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you think he stumbled past some sort of... How many open flames are on a London street? Which depends which part of London, mate. Most of it's on fire at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Did some asshole just ride past him on a bike and... Maybe. Him on fire? Um, we don't know, but... We don't, but still... Can you imagine looking up, though, being somebody on that London street? Maybe you're in a bistro on a on a... On an outdoor table, a bit of alfresco. Actually, breakfast. if you're in London, you're in a um, what's the fucking uh, a, a man, no, petit manger man? What's the oh French is not my strong. Point. Oh, it's there's 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 pret a manger. Okay, there's well, fucking hundreds of. Well, you're on a McDonald's, mate. There's no. I had to fucking walk miles to find a McDonald's in London. <laughs> hey, you better hurry up, kid. This is turning into a pret a manger. That was exactly it. Like, they were fucking everywhere. Well, they're just fancy sandwiches. It's well, bullshit. You're, you're having a pret-a-monge. <laughs> I'm not having a pret-a-monge. Right? And you look up and you see like a stuntman in a film. <laughs> He's walking down. A fucking man stumbling arms in the air like like you've seen in a million films. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's that's going to stay with you, isn't it? I imagine there was some, ah, coming from the film. I bet he was probably running, <laughs> in all fairness. Uh, the first thing I'd think was, oh, fuck, someone's... It's like a dodgy suicide bomb. I'd, th- I'd think a suicide bomb. Ah, and, yeah. and he's trying to firehug people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but would you... So you find yourself ablaze. Right. What's your plan of action? Stop, Stop drop, and roll. roll. <laughs> See, we knew that, and we're just fucking idiots doing a podcast. Why didn't this man... Um, sorry, who is he? Who was he? John Nolan, 70. He's 70 years old, so he could... He's, 70 he's years probably old. served in the army. He, he was Irish, so he's, he was probably... Oh, IRA, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a massive leap. No, sorry, sorry. Well, well I said army... And I was going to say sorry. drunk, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which is worse. We're sorry. <laughs> Have we got any Irish listeners? Please don't... <laughs> I'm going to apologise for it's all of joke. you. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, um, oh, I crossed the leprechaun. <laughs> well, this could be a leprechaun's curse. That is a possibility. <laughs> so why didn't he know stop, drop and roll? Oh, maybe he just 
never got taught it. I don't know. Well, we've too busy thinking. Why did that cunt set me on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I drink that paraffin and light this morning and then light that fag? Why did I light a bar? <laughs> Why was doused in paraffin? Why was I trying to impress those kids? Hey kids. <laughs> 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 If he has any no, you two need to apologise for our any Irish dishes we have. I'm burning. Oh, it's, it's all fair, game. <laughs> it's all fair in the apocalypse. Oh, it's the internet. We can say what we want. Oh, right. So we had explosive diarrhoea. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably just a really bad curry, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Still, I like spontaneous human combustion. Maybe, it, maybe it was that. Do you think it is... We'll have to do that episode maybe, yeah. won't we? Because I used to be fascinated with that as a kid. Uh, there are theories, aren't there, that somehow... The, but what could create enough... Because the acids in your body, apparently, can are flammable, are they not? And I presume so. I know that they're pretty potent. If I mean, mm. you have a stomach wound and that acid mm. leaks out, it's, it's pretty nasty. But it's, where did the source of ignition come from? Maybe it's something like you have to eat... If you eat a certain combination of foods and mm. kept certain things in them, that all combines in the stomach... And give it a certain period of time and then create something maybe when we discussed um i'm not sure which episode now but obviously we know there are or we've been told there are interdimensional beings here walking among us ruling us in the elite and oh have, the reptilians yes and they have hologram technology don't they to hide maybe this is hologram technology gone completely fucking yeah. wrong the battery leaks something and the, the dude was on fire. That's Dave, I bet that's David Icke's fucking take on this. <laughs> Saint Ike. Saint Ike, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, that, it's unlucky for the man, but again, I feel sorry for the people left behind, the people who had to... Uh, to watch that? Yeah. And the um, the police officers who attended. Yeah, I bet you're a mess after you've been on fire. Oh, you? yeah, yeah. I mean, he died of burns, so yeah. Yeah, he's a mess. Nice, um, <laughs> but just to tie this into the Mandela effect and one of the theories for that, we could say that there's a dimension somewhere where everyone's on fire all the time. And, and he just stumbled at that dimension. And he just stumbled at that dimension. Yeah, and in this dimension, it's a bit like how Superman has powers on Earth, but on his world he doesn't. Yeah. He couldn't live on fire in our dimension. In his dimension, it's fine. Everyone's on fire. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a natural way to keep warm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got here and it, it yeah, but wow. Should we launch into the Mandela effect? Let's let's go. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I will give a brief description of what the Mandela effect is. Uh, In quotations from Fiona Broom, whose kind of idea this is. Would you agree? Is everyone concurrent with that? She she, uh, coined the phrase, the term, Mandela effect. (laughs) uh, Last time. The Mandela effect is what happens when someone has a clear personal memory of something that never happened in this reality. End quote. Something interesting I found about her on her official website is that to explain her theory, she uses the movie, uh, the TV show Sliders. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant Well, yeah, great show, but I haven't seen it, obviously. But one of the things that I found since doing this show in my research is people that quote popular culture like movies and TV shows, instead of, let's say, quoting scientific journals and um, research papers, they resort to quoting from, it's like the movie The Matrix, or 
The TV show Sliders. Well, that other yeah, fucker the, is, the other week, uh, whose uh, article you read out, and it was like, is Agent Smith the one? And he mentioned fucking Lord of the fucking Rings twice. <laughs> and the same yeah. fucking metaphor of Lord of the Rings. I know you're an idiot. Move on. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, Gimli was in uh, Sliders. Was he? Yeah. No. He was a professor. I was he taller? Obviously. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who played him. Uh, Reese, no, someone Davies, is it? Yeah, uh, he was in, um, in lots of films. Would so, you, sorry, would I started like a, attacking Fiona. Would you like away. a brief bio of Fiona? Yeah, give me some info on this Fiona lady. Um, Fiona Broom is an author and researcher studying topics related to ghosts, fairies and alternate history, also known as the Mandela Effect. Fairies! Yep. She's been a con- she's oh. been a consultant for paranormal TV shows and the stars on them, and is the founder of one of the internet's oldest ghost-related websites. Um, I'll give you the address for that if anyone's particularly interested. If you want to read some bullshit, it's Ooh. called HolloHill.com. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, yeah. So around 2015, this is one of her hobby websites, but the Mandela <coughs> Effect sparked international interest. Mm. But basically, she makes her money on ghost research. Ah, bullshit. Uh, playing on people's emotions. Yeah, just because uh, basically... She Derek Akora. In my opinion, this all comes from one woman who couldn't remember whether Nelson Mandela was dead or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Well, there is... And Mike's probably got something on this, because you did the science side, didn't you? There is... Isn't there something called... I'm going to get the name wrong. Mass mass hysteria? No, um, <laughs> there is a term for people having like collective ah, memory. I have this. This is one of my reasons against confabulation. Of no, no, I've got simple. Uh, misattribution. Oh no, there it. Misconception. God, I should have made notes. Um, no, it's literally a term for like, and they have put research in like a collective mismemory of something. Oh, it's, it's just, just false memory. Yeah, false memory syndrome. Oh, so it's called confabulation, wasn't it? I've got it as uh, false memory. Move. Could be a fancy word. You are the scientist. But she you are the science a, officer. So she's the one who basically. So this idea of we can, as a group of people, misremember something. Yeah. But she's the one who's linked it to one specific example, and that being our friend Nelson Mandela. Apparently, so I didn't have this memory. I don't think I had any memory no. to be honest. I never really think about him. But a lot of people think that he died in prison. Did you crop up when you're having a cheeky wank? Uh, <laughs> I like the way you're strong. No, um... Do <laughs> you have a threesome with McGarvey? <laughs> what was his wife called? Winnie. Winnie. <laughs> Convicted fraudster and diamond thief. Uh, uh, uh. Um, uh, so, so yeah, the the fucking collective mismemory is that Nelson Mandela died in prison. Apparently, a lot of people remember it that way. When in reality, he left prison, didn't he, and became prime minister of South Africa and died quite an old man, didn't he? Ninety something, fairly recently. Ago. Yeah. And Bono yeah. was at the funeral. I remember Twat. that. Yeah, task part. But Miss um, Fiona says that. Um, <laughs> Because so many people in such disparate parts of the world who are not connected to each other, not uh, in contact with each other, all have this collective mismemory, to call it the Mandela effect. And am I getting ahead of myself? What there are some. So some do have it and some don't. Yes, yeah. some people remember it one way. Some people remember it how it actually happened. And she's saying <coughs> this is a, a phenomenon. It's not just. It's connected. It's nothing not, to do with her just wanting to write an article and get paid then. Um, well, you know, she's, she's a deep thinker. She talks to ghosts. And fairies. Fair fairies. Oh, God. 
ghosts. I mean, bad enough I've got to accept. No, I'm not going to rant. Fairies. Come on, I don't need to rant about fairies. Anyone listening to this who's still. I mean, they debunked that in fucking Victorian times, didn't they? Grow up. Jesus no, Christ. Basically, if you believe in fairies and you listen to this podcast, turn it off and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle believed in fairies. Yes, Mike, but he believed in a lot of shit. <laughs> and he smoked a lot of opium. Probably too. smoked a lot of opium, too. It probably was. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, how should we do this, Gaz? If you want to give us a few... If you want to give us a I'll I'll pepper them should, through the yeah. If you pepper the um, the, the so-called example. examples through, and then Mike, if you make a point, and then I'll make a point, or you, do you want to do the pros, the things for, and then the for against, because we're professional, we should have worked this out at the start. Well, I'll give a couple because the I suppose the 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 Nelson Mandela um, example is probably one of the bigger ones. Uh, that's why it's named after that one because to me they seem quite small slight differences that I wouldn't particularly give a shit about um, no yeah. or, or even notice one that we we spoke about off air a Henry VIII portrait yeah uh, there's a very famous portrait of Henry VIII painted by Hans Holbein or Holbein um, the oh his full name it was painted by Hans Holbein the Younger circa 1540 and in the actual picture uh, there's nothing in the king's right hand but apparently Henry the Eighth, mate. I guarantee you, something in his right hand. Probably his dick. <laughs> but apparently, or a decapitated head, or a, or a severed head of his former wife. Holding <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it up by the hair. Yeah. <laughs> hey! I remember lad one of Henry the Eighth. <laughs> I can still put my dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, never went to Ed Kemp for territory. That's um... well. <laughs> apparently, many people remember this portrait. I don't even remember the portrait, but many people think he has a turkey leg in his right hand as a symbol of the king's comfortable lifestyle and affluence but that just isn't the case there's nothing in his right hand but i can't comment on that one because i didn't know the picture anyway but apparently it's quite a famous painting uh, another brief example the number of u.s states so uh the united 50. states uh, yeah well, the united states of america is a federal republic consisting of 50 states right so why do so many people recall the United States, including 51 or even 52 states? I don't know. Is that the Mandela effect or is it America's terrible, shocking education system in certain areas? Does that just show a lack of intelligence on the part of the people they asked? Because if you don't know how many yeah, states there I are... I think I've read a stat like 13% of Americans don't know where America is. But we love you, Americans, because we're more popular there <laughs> yeah. than the UK now. So I, I would like you. to say that um, just if I call you, if I refer to Americans as Yanks at any point during this episode, you can call me a limey in return. It's affectionate. Yeah. Very also indicates our superior intelligence of using lime to combat scurvy, where all your sailors were full of scurvy. But not the point. <laughs> you can call me a limey. You may be thick as shit, but we love you, Americans. <laughs> you can call me Shirley. <laughs> you can call me Al. Hey, um, call me Donald. So look, these from those couple of examples there, and I've got another bloody twenty of them. These are very brief, slight differences, misremembrances, aren't they? It's not yeah. like um, you know, uh, oh the Nazis won. Yeah, know. yeah, that'd be more, that'd be a more it, tr- it, troubling it, one, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, well, I suppose there are Holocaust deniers, aren't yeah, there? Are. Is that? Uh, oh, um, that one. So it seems that me and Ben seem to be leaning on the side of this is just people not remembering things very well. So is there, do we want to get into a bit of the 
It's a bit of the meaty there, science there, about there it. are some meaty... Okay. Miss Fiona. As you mentioned the Nazis... Oh. Yeah. Do you know, ever since the, the TV series, I read the book, The Man in the High Castle? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of it, but I haven't That is actually where the Nazis actually won the war, right. is it? And yeah. the Japanese. And the Japanese. They split okay. America down the middle, pretty much. Oh. Yeah. Right. So I've got a little bit of a Philip K. Dick. <laughs> dick. Philip Kindred Dick. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he was a famous. Does anyone else know any more of his works? Oh, it did, wasn't he? You know, the Man in the High Castle. The um, Sheeps. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Which um, Blade wasn't, Runner. Wasn't say Blade Runner. Yeah, he was going to do that one. A Scanner Darkly. That's Heard it. of it? I think that's coming to Netflix oh, soon. Actually, it's a good movie. That's a weird film, isn't it? Weird, but it's good. Yeah, it is totally fucking weird. Flow My Tears. The Policeman Said is another famous book. Films that are based on his work. Minority Report. Yeah. Total Recall. One of the few Tom Cruise Total films Recall. I really, really like is Minority Report. Yeah. Total but Recall is a short story. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, of his. I mean, you didn't watch um, Day After... Not, not Day After Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, though, did you? Not yet. I still, no, it's no. on my list. I will give it a go. I'll be open about it. Open-minded, sorry. Sorry, Mike. The Adjustment Bureau... I've seen that. That's a weird film. Yeah. Have you seen it? Is it Ethan Hawke, is it? No, it's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, that's um, it, yeah. It was just strange. A yeah, very strange film. It was good, though, wasn't it? I enjoyed it, but I felt weird when it ended. I felt yeah. unsure. I was like, oh, very strange film. Screamers. Mm. Oh, that's a- Anyone seen that? that? Um, I've heard of it. Screamers. Peter Weller. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I've heard of that. No. I've never seen it. I've heard yeah, of it. it's a great <laughs> film. So Screamers yeah. 2, not so good. So how does Mr. K. Dick um, tie into the man... I nearly did it, okay. right? The man <laughs> effect. This is an interview that he gave at a press conference mm-hmm. in Metz in France in 1977. OK. Well, I like how he's abbreviated a PKD. Yeah. Um, yeah, PKD. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. OK. The subject of this speech is a topic which has been discovered recently and which may not exist at all. I may be talking about something that does not exist. Therefore, I'm free to say everything or nothing. I, in my stories and novels, often write about counterfeit worlds semi-real worlds, as well as deranged private worlds, inhabited often by just one person, while meantime the other characters either remain in their own worlds throughout or are somehow drawn into one of the peculiar ones. This theme occurs in the corpus of my 27 years of writing. At no time did I have a theoretical or conscious explanation for my preoccupation with these pluriform pseudo-worlds, but now I think I understand. What I was sensing was the manifold of partially actualized realities lying tangent to what evidently is the most actualized one, the one which the majority of us by consensus gentium agree on. Later that day, back home again, but still deeply under the influence of the sodium pentothal, I had a short, acute flash of recovered memory. Then in mid-March, a month later, The total body of memories, intact and entire, began to return. You are free to believe me or to disbelieve, but 
Please take my word on it that I am not joking. This is very serious, a matter of importance. At that time, I had no idea what I was seeing. It resembled nothing that I had ever heard described. It resembled plasmic energy. It had colors. It moved fast. It collected and then dispersed. But what it was, what he was, I am not sure even now. In other words, it's a common theme in my writing that a dark-haired girl shows up at the door of the protagonist and tells him that his world is delusional, that there's something false about it. Well, this did finally happen to me. I even knew that her hair would be black. I had an actual complete sense of what she would look like and what she would say. She did appear, she was a total stranger, and she did inform me of this fact, that some of my fictional works were in a literal sense true. I wrote out these dreams in novel after novel, story after story, to name two in which this prior ugly present obtained most clearly. I cite The Man in the High Castle and my 1974 novel about the U.S. as a police state called Fill My Tears, The Policeman Said. I'm going to be very candid with you. I wrote both novels based on fragmentary residual memories of such a horrid slave state world. People claim to remember past lives. I claim to remember a different, very different present life. I know of no one who has ever made this claim before, but I rather suspect that my experience is not unique. What perhaps is unique is the fact that I am willing to talk about it. We are living in a computer-programmed reality, and the only clue we have to it is when some variable is changed and some alteration in our reality occurs. We would have the overwhelming impression that we were reliving the present deja vu, perhaps in precisely the same way, hearing the same words, saying the same words. I submit that these impressions are valid and significant. And I will even say this, such an impression is a clue that at some past time point, a variable was changed, reprogrammed as it were, and that because of this, an alternative world branched off. Well, can I be honest, the first half of that was just him saying words to me. Okay, it was a bit long, I apologise for the length, but I thought it was... Um, um, it was just, okay. he was just saying words, he no. was just going random words, no, and, then, <laughs> and then at the end of it, he was like, oh, you. by the way, by the way, yeah, I had some dreams, and I think that me, uh, I think my novels are based on them and their memories. That, that's what he said, that, that was, that was something that... That's your take on it, yeah. that's your take, Gaz. And as a science fiction writer, he's probably taking a lot of drugs. Oh yeah, he's taking. Yes, a lot. I'm back. You know, he's a very. He had openly admitted in that interview, didn't he, to taking. He's drugs. on sodium pentothal, yeah. So that's truth serum, isn't it? Well, is this one of the first cases of? Cause this looks to me to be around the seventies. Is it? Seventy-seven. So was he one of the first people to publicly publicly talk about simulation theory? He's talking I don't about know. us living in a freaking. The first one was actually Schrodinger. Okay. 1952 in Dublin. But this is a very popular, best-selling science fiction author. A, a freaking science fiction convention yeah. telling everyone that they live in a computer simulation yeah. in 1977. They're all like, we want to talk about laser <laughs> yeah. We just saw Star Wars and like, 
you know, a new hope, and he's like, we're fucked. And, and that's interesting. I think we can see there's uh, a little bit of um, inspiration the Matrix may have taken from this. Yeah. Interview, that where he talked about deja vu being um, yeah. a sign of uh, someone messing with the system. You can see the Wachowski uh, sisters watching all this. Definitely. Be, I imagine yeah. that this video has probably been shared a lot amongst the uh, sort yeah. of conspiracy. Well, I'm, this definitely ties into the Mandela, because there is two layers to this subject, the Mandela effect. There's where we can take the piss out of it on the surface. Do people remember it being the Bearstein bears when it's the Baronstein bears? And people remember the Queen song having an extra line. Um, Which one was that? Uh, but I know why it happens though. A lot of people think, and there are videos of it, it's quite funny fucking with people. When you listen to We Are The Champions, yeah. everyone thinks it goes, Of the world. It doesn't, doesn't it? on the record. <laughs> but it does on the live version uh, that everyone's seen. Yeah. And we all, it's programmed in us that of the world bit. But it never comes in the actual recording. Um, there's that level where you can just say, oh, you know, it's silly things people remember differently. But then you get into this, and we're into simulation theory now, yeah. and multiverse, multiverse and all that. Yeah, and yeah. that's all heavy, quite sciencey stuff, yeah. isn't it? Um, well, I thought that okay. was quite fascinating. But yeah, I do think there's some truth to what you said, Ben. He's clearly, he's, he's convinced that these books have come from alternate realities and that we're in a simulation but that is i agree probably because he spent a lot of time alone very very high inconceivably yeah. high yeah on some very good shit uh, but does it still make it make him wrong no no no, no no i mean the but drugs could have unlocked some kind of third yes, eye to yeah, to yeah. see that and there are a lot of people who believe that ayahuasca and dmt that is what's happening that you are being given the keys to uh, yeah. alternate um dimensions and consciousnesses where are you two popping off the rainforest for the iron <laughs> um, if you could bring it to me I'd do it here in the flat I'm not doing it in the fucking jungle oh, no, you I would want to do it with a proper witch doctor yeah well, if you could get him here <laughs> oh, Mike you better set off right yeah, but the problem is listeners you don't, uh, you don't want me to do it yeah, <laughs> if you could get a witch doctor go, here. go fund me yeah. right Mike, to go no, the we've, got to go there. we've got to go there. But you don't want me to do it in your flat because one of the things you have to do before the ayahuasca is like a purging Purge. of your body where you will just sh literally shit and puke, yeah. diarrhea and puke for about 24 hours to completely empty your system. I don't think you want me doing no, that in the no. flat. We'll go um, to the forest. <laughs> can we just do it well, in the no, local forest? We're going to dig holes for it then. I just want to be... They always say when it comes to hallucinogenics, the advice to taking them, even mushrooms, the most important thing is set and setting. So where you do it, how comfortable you are, who you're around, yeah. is incredibly important to whether yeah. the trip goes You don't want to do it naked on the tube. S no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to me, though, a foreign jungle... Stick. Right, pop is a massive. <laughs> But don't you think a foreign jungle with spiders as big as your yeah, fucking head? It's a really bad place to do the most powerful hallucinogenic known to fucking man. It'd be much better in a comfy yeah. flat. Okay, we'll yeah. we'll hire an armed guard to shoot anything. <laughs> Enter the hook. Any American listeners want to want to shoot spiders for me with a machine gun? But I'm with Gaz. You go, what's up, a GoFundMe page. Yeah. You go to the rainforest, bring it back. Bring I'll never return, you know that. <laughs> we'll carry on in your absence. Just post me some. Yeah, we'll send you, like, you can send in, we can ring you up on a satellite phone, we can Skype mm. you. Right, we'll have you live on the show. Oh, I'll look for it. Yeah? 
Right then. So when you sat there being attacked by cannibals <laughs> in so, the rainforest. Sitting in a big pot. You having, sure this is over? It's done. Having the worst trip of your life. <laughs> Bring it back and we'll all take it yeah. and we'll see if our minds uh, open. I think okay. we should just stick to the weed. Yeah, that's true. You said why. It's better for podcasting. I don't want to listen to the ayahuasca episode. <laughs> <laughs> just the three of us going, <laughs> Get it off me! Purging our demons. <laughs> you want to hear Mike purge his demons? <laughs> Go fund me, we'll set it up. Uh, so, back to the subject. Do you want to. Multiverse. So, have you got some you stuff Multiverse. Yes. Multiverse, I thought a previous episode. Go and check it out. It's very funny. Yeah. Okay, you can do a test to prove that the multiverse is correct. Hello. Yeah. All right. We okay. can do it now. All right. If you shine a light through a hole in the card, okay, yeah, you'll find the image, the back through the hole, is distorted. Okay, right, makes so sense. You, you shine a light through many holes. I'm afraid to cut a hole in there in case Gaz tries to have sex with it. <laughs> 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 it's a tiny pinprick. Okay, if you shine a light through many holes in the card, each time it is different image, distorted image it comes back. Therefore, something from parallel universes must be interfering with the image. This is according to Dr. David Deutsch. Dr. David German. I'm, I'm not sure I, I followed that, and I really tried to. I, I kind of get what he's saying. If you were to get um, a piece of paper and put a lot of pinpricks in it, right, right, and then shine a torch through it, the, uh, onto that, onto a white wall, and see yeah. the yeah. white wall, then each of the dots on the, displayed on the wall will be slightly bigger and out of focus. It'll be distorted, It'll yeah. be distorted. So if you shine through one hole, it'll be distorted. If you shine through two, yeah, it'll be a new more, pattern. Yeah. Three will be a completely different pattern. How does that prove that there are multi? Yeah, that just shows the lights getting distorted. Well, this is what he's saying. Okay. The light, if you shine a light through a piece of card, mm. the light should be exactly the same as it is on the on the back, shouldn't it? Yeah, it's but it's not. It's a distorted image. Therefore, something is interfering with in it. Yeah, the fucking cardboard that yeah. you yeah. in front of it. Yeah, it's it's oh, just I a won't. hole, isn't it? He's either, okay. ma- he's either operating yeah. on another level apart that I can't comprehend. Yeah. That's very or, possible. <laughs> or, me, sorry. No, I wasn't just assuming <laughs> you. I mean, collectively, this is above us. Yeah. Like, okay. Or, he's a very bored doctor who's full of shit. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll, I'll try and explain it a bit better with what he says here. Okay. Okay, different copies of our universe exist. Some of these copies are identical to us. And there are other universes very similar to ours that differ in the position of only one atom somewhere. The, those universes are interfering with ours and producing interference effects. There are others that are very different and the interference is so small we'll never be able to see them, but they perform part of the explanation of the things we do see. All of our copies of us in other universes are identical and when a moment of choice happens both microscopically and one made by you consciously these identical copies then become different from one another so every time you make a choice like you continue with your choice but somewhere in some other reality it was exactly the same up until that choice yeah 
and then there's a choice branched off and for every choice you've ever made so there's infinite yeah and all that's going on a bit like in but then he says the universes don't split from one another but we're already there right but this is what was confusing me earlier when i was trying to think about this so they're saying that the mandela effect some people are, are experiencing echoes from another world or they've okay. somehow shift over from another reality or dimension how can i exist in the same reality as someone who's in a different reality just am i right. making any sense yeah do you want right. to hear this guy perplex a dutchman on this exact topic well he's dutch so <laughs> I'm, I'm is gonna, he is he crazy sexy in dutch? i'm going to construct a marijuana cigarette while you hit me with this because okay. this sounds like it's going to be heavy yeah it is a bit how heavy and for how long? It's only a couple of minutes. Why, do you need to piss? <laughs> Potentially. Because <laughs> we all know that hardcore philosophy and a full bladder do not mix. No, men. they don't. I think it you might be wise. Okay. Yeah, go on, go for it. Piss. Piss. Pause it, then we'll yeah. get heavy. And we're back. We're back from the Bla- piss break. Bladders are empty. And I'm going to be hit Brains by... are open. Come on, Ben. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to try this. So this is, what is it, Mike? This is Dr. David Deutsch. Perplexing a Dutchman on this topic. So is he going to explain to me? Because my question, what was, your question was, yeah. it's like, how can I live in this reality, but you could be experiencing yeah. a different one? So this should explain it. Okay. <laughs> I hope. Remember who you're speaking to. Yeah, we might. Have to, I don't know. Is it best play? It. Make it as loud as you can, right? How do I know in which universe I am, or how? Do I even know who I am, what I am, if there are multiple copies for me? That is the same question that one of a pair of identical twins might say if, if uh, there are two identical twins um, called Joe and Jack. And um, Joe might ask, well, why am I Joe and him Jack? Well, the answer is, if you were Jack and he was Joe, you'd still be asking this question. The thing is, the fact of the matter is, there are two of you, and they are identical, or they they were identical, until they started to become different by having different things happen to them. And it's the same with you and your counterparts in other universes. They start off identical. When they're identical, it doesn't make any difference whether you call them one copy of you or several. But then when they start becoming different, it is worth calling them different versions of you, slightly different versions. Some of them, in more distant parts of the multiverse, will be so different from you that it isn't worth calling them you anymore. It sounds pretty bizarre, actually. <laughs> oh, it sounds pretty bizarre, actually. I love the Dutch accent. <laughs> I am so fucking confused. I kind of got that. <laughs> yeah. Did you, yeah. I did, yeah. Basically, he's saying that Every choice I make, it's played out in another yeah. universe, and it's just a, it's just a, branches off. That's yeah. it. It's just there's another me. Goes, there'll be one that is so different because so much different stuff has happened. It's yeah. not even you can't even really call no. it you anymore. There's, I mean, somewhere there's a really suave, sophisticated Ben sat around drinking from the skull of his enemy, <laughs> and you know he's having a great time he's, because of the choices I didn't make in my life. He's living that life. And yeah, there's another then, one who's a boneless fish. <laughs> but why do we remember that? <laughs> but then why does that make us remember the Queen song wrong? Exactly. This, this well, is... they, say, they say it's the quantum computers, don't they? 
Oh, no, oh, do they now? Do they? Do they? <laughs> oh, well, that wraps everything up in a neat little package, doesn't it? <laughs> That's the word of the grapevine. <laughs> I have questions. Who the fuck are they? What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Oh, um, why are they so qualified to talk about yeah, quantum computers? Who died and made them science buffs? Yeah, Mike, you're science officer for the show. <laughs> I mean, right. are these so people more qualified than you? I doubt that. Yeah. Well, people are saying that since either some people blame the Large Hadron Collider. Oh, you can't blame that. What's yeah. that got to do with oh, anything? I like that idea though because they've been fucking about that machine. It's like perturbing yeah. the realities yeah. and, and they're bleeding All into the each other. Computer, no. That's why my dick's grown exponentially in the last couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> so does anyone know what a quantum computer is? Is that not something that? So- Basically, if you ask it a question, it just gets it from somewhere else immediately, like another dimension. The answer is very 42. Close, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Energy from other dimensions. Yeah, it's, it's very long end lines, yeah. Okay. It uses what is known as called qubits, which are quantum bits, okay, to okay. make computations. These are in microchips that are cooled to about 0.0005 Kelvin. <laughs> and loads of Kelvin. Well, zero Kelvin is absolute zero, so that minus 273 degrees. Why 273? Is this the coldest anyone's yeah, ever recorded? That's the coldest you can go, yeah. Not oh, even yeah. space is that cold. Oh, wow. So space, it's under lotion up there. Colder <laughs> than space? Yeah. No, I think that's my ex-girlfriend's heart. <laughs> hey. 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 It's the ex-girlfriend hey. joke of the week. Hey. <laughs> 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 she was a black hole for joy, just sucking it in. <laughs> Hopefully that's not all she sucked and in. killing it in. Well, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so this Maybe shit is cold. <laughs> this shit is... It's fucking cold. Mm, cold yeah. in space. So basically the atoms barely move. Right. Yeah. So, so they can control them and, 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 you know, can read them and tell them what to do. Yeah. Okay, so in a standard computer, a bit is either one or zero, yeah? Binary, yeah. In quantum computers, a qubit is both one and zero simultaneously, or not at all. That's just breaking the fucking system. Yeah. You can't be both. Okay, in in quantum physics... Well, in this day and age, Ben. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I nearly went down a black hole of gender issues, then. (laughs) Very, very careful. those numbers are free to be gender fluid if they feel yeah to be. they can do what they want if, one zero don't bother me mate yeah, if, if he wants to be a one a zero that, that or a blueberry who rides the back of a unicorn <laughs> I don't care yeah, is that guy from New Zealand that was on the yeah. news and he was talking yeah. about gender issues no and he was, he was like in a really high pitched voice he was saying I've got no problem with all this and then he just changed tone instantly oh, no. what we have to really worry about is the crocodiles killing people in the state <laughs> in the what in the state Oh, right. Obviously, do you think he was actual crocodile hunting guys? <laughs> it was mental. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, the world is mental at the moment. But yeah. Yes, we won't touch... We're not, a poli- we're not topical, political. We're, we're comedy, so... Um, I'd just also like to congratulate everyone for not wearing a Christmas jumper this week. Oh, fuck. You'll, oh. you'll never see me in a no. Christmas jumper. No, the same with me. You owned yeah. a Christmas jumper. It looks like a Christmas jumper, but it's not. <laughs> it's a winter jumper, man. <laughs> a winter jumper. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, I have a woolly hat with reindeers on it, but it's not Christmas. It's a Christmas. Theme. That's a Christmas it's not, hat. It's not Christmas. It's a Christmas hat. It's, it's got reindeers hat. on it's it. It's grey. It's muted colours. Uh, I don't know. It's You've not. got reindeers on it. The connotations are there. Uh, okay, I, I admit defeat. So where were we? <laughs> the Mandela okay. effect. Quantum quantum bits are one and zero oh, yeah. simultaneously. 
this happens through something called superposition. Superposition. Oh, it's something. Superposition this morning. <laughs> <laughs> something that can be in two or more places at once. Oh, is this that atom that it both exists and doesn't yeah. exist? Higgs boson. It's like blinking in and out of uh, existence. Isn't that Higgs boson? There is a particle, isn't there, that both exists and doesn't. And it's nothing to do with the cat. Yeah, any 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 quantum uh, atom can be in two or more places at once. It does this by quantum entanglement, which is two or more things that. Uh, no, ma no matter how far away apart they are in time and space, they're still connected. All right. Okay. My brain's starting to hurt, though, a little bit. Okay. That's <laughs> a very much like the Jedi's being able to communicate. They're connected through vast distances in space. They can still connect mentally. And that's why Yoda falls down when they through, all get shot. <laughs> through, yeah, through quantum entanglement. That's how Leia knows that, spoilers, Han gets, uh, has been murdered. She feels it. Because she's force sensitive. Yeah. Um, is that is the force quantum entanglement? I guess. Sweet. Uh, Jedi's. Yeah. It, this isn't a spoiler, but obviously Luke talks about the force quite a bit in the new one, and he does just sort of explain that it's the energy that binds everything in existence. Yeah. Um, when it's in everything and everyone. Because uh, we are all sort of made. Really We're all made of stardust. Yeah, man. No, I wasn't going to go there, but it's like <laughs> the table and me are one, made out of the same thing. Yeah, we? well, yeah, you're made of carbon. We're just so rearranged yeah, in a different way. Rearranged atoms. Look at me doing science. So if I had a really fucked up superpower, the ability to rearrange atoms, I or furniture, could. <laughs> I literally could rearrange your atoms and turn you into a, a, a morning coffee table. That would be cool. Or turn bits of you, turn your arm into a table. That would be inconvenient. That would be painful. That would be inconvenient. And it would suck for you. I'd just have to sit like that all night, all night. Fuck's sake. We'd use it as the podcast table. <laughs> but but I'd be really close to the mic, I'd fuck the sound up. So, I, hang on, I'm still confused though. Okay. Before, if we can, hang on, if we can get back to this idea of how are us three here experiencing the same reality or not? And how can this be in a different one? How can Ben be experiencing a different... You know, we're all the same. We're the prime universe. We established that. Sadly, every other Ben, uh, Gaz and Mike sat in the yeah. room doing the podcast yeah. has just said exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're all mistaken fools. They're all wankers. <laughs> yeah, they're not the prime versus. So how can we and you be in the same timeline but experiencing different realities? That's well, all we're a not, bit too we're much for me. The same the yeah, moment. but then this Mandela effect says that the people who remember the bit of the Queen song that goes, of oh, the world, are literally ah. in a different reality. So they're saying some people some people shift out of it. But then, so, so they're experiencing a different reality than that, me. Yeah, the, the, they've gone into another reality and they and someone else has come from another one. You they've know, crossed just, over. You know, I've just had, like, my brain's hurting. <laughs> right. I've just had a strange thought. What's that? A, a worrying thought. Yeah. What if, like, the Alpha Universe, right, it, it's the perfect you... No, 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 hang on. The, the theoretical Alpha <laughs> Universe okay. yeah. is the perfect one, <coughs> and everything <coughs> after that, all the way down, splitting off into every branch, mm. it just gets shitter and shitter and shitter and shitter and shitter. Well, look at the So where are we on that list? What if the Alpha one is where everything's fucking ace? You are the perfect ripped Adonis of yourself. I fucking am that me! 
like I say, so if you're that perfect Dodonis <laughs> of yourself, right, who's intellectually aware and cultured <laughs> and uh, is in touch with their feminine side and everything, right? It's right? me. And every version of us down from that, <laughs> the choices get worse. Mm. Definitely. So what if, where are we on the scale of shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're pretty fucking... I think we're the prime universe. We have to <laughs> That's just, a, just just an idea. I have, I have. I have. Okay, so quantum computer, yeah. Yeah, quantum computers. Yeah. Okay. Okay, quantum computer. It exploits parallel universes. It is using more resources that are available in our universe to do them computations. Uh, how f- have we got this now? How yeah. far? So, yeah. so if we've got, we've got this, this, this is this is. Proper fucking real. So this we is, have this that. Exists. This exists, mate. So if we've got it that, makes so a just... copy of itself in parallel realities. What? Yeah. Each copy goes in search of the answer and then they reconvene to solve it in an instant because they're quantum entangled. Alright then, so basically how fucked up is that? If we've got that already, that just proves everything the multiverse is real and this Mandela effect is just some deluded paranormal research you're making shit up. Well what, There we go! This backs it up, this backs it up. Um doesn't it? If, if it's going to the universes and pulling out resources, maybe it's like How shifting can they prove the universe. That, though? It's, it's yeah, but why is it not important stuff then? Why is it, you know, looking, oh, the Berenstein Bears? Why is it, what was all we had earlier, Gaz? Henry VIII's turkey leg? Yeah. Why, is it, why is it inconsequential stuff? Why isn't it? The, the yeah. I don't know, the Nazis, the German army, for example, one, one. would you like why, another why, example? Why, why is it things like this? The iconic romantic comedy television series produced by HBO is called Sex and the City, yeah. but many people insist they remember it being called Sex in the City. Because That's the, just because they had sex in the city a lot. <laughs> it's because the near universes are the ones that are only a minor change, aren't they? The other one Jif peanut away. butter, <laughs> the leading peanut butter brand in the United in the United States, uh, but many people have an altered memory of it being called Jiffy peanut butter. Well, what my who the fuck? That's a thing. I'm I'm down with you. Yeah. On the multiverse thing, I, I kind of get that. You know, I I understand. I, I, I'm a, you know, I, I I can see it. All right, but my my thing is that the stuff with. The, these people are listing as examples of this, trying to make this a concrete thing. <laughs> a small-time paranormal researcher and lots of people on the internet, and anyone will say anything on the internet, just for a bit of attention. Two more is, examples? Two more examples, go on. Go on. Curious go on, George, the right. main protagonist of a series of popular children's books by the same name, is a little chimp monkey without a tail. Yet, a lot of people claim to remember seeing him with his tail, using it to swing between trees. Darth Vader's phrase. Luke, I am your father. There you go. The iconic line in the film, The Empire Strikes Back, where Darth Vader tells Luke Skywalker, no, I am your father. It's very often misremembered, as like Mike just said, Luke. But these, like we said, these don't seem vastly important. um, No, but this guy is saying that the universes near to us are the ones with only the minor change. So, like, one phrase in a film might be the universe next to ours. Yeah, but the thing is... So like, we're not going to see, like, half robot, half cheetah, yeah, alien, because beast their, their warriors from... are too far away. Uh, they branched, branched out a long time ago. Because it'd be ago. cool if those sort of things bled it's through. The things that branch out 
Right, I get you. It's the thing, a very minor. You know, what difference. if Bernie Sanders won the election and they and someone changed it? But that's a big Trump, thing, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's really coming. We, we wouldn't well, know because we, because we've well, shifted with the. We've shifted to go the other way because yeah. Sanders has won in. Yeah. So Sanders won and Hillary didn't, and then so that shifts mm. again, and then because Hillary won for so Hillary has to win somewhere. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is the physics is actually behind it. So. It's actually credible. That's so, a fucked up thing about so it. So my theory on this is if we have got these quantum computers, then that just basically proves the multiverse is absolutely real. Yeah, we've got 2,000 qubit Oh, wow, well, I'm sure And do you know what the, the D-Wave guy said? He said... The who, quote, sorry? The, 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 one of the people that work at D-Wave. D-Wave? Yeah, which is the computer, the quantum computer. Okay, It's 2,000 okay. qubits. He said, quote, it's like standing at an altar of an alien god. When you get close, it feels like a heartbeat. Wow. That's fucked up, isn't it? I'd have a fucking hard <laughs> on if I was in front of that. If that's that, if that's that intense, yeah. I'd be. I could hammer cold. nails, my friend. Keep it that cold. It's got a refrigeration bit that. that, that oh, what do you want in the cold? It's like though? a heartbeat when you get close. And you can feel it. So it's like. Whoa. This thing's fucking live. Could I press my dick against it <laughs> and feel that? Beat? Hey, that's my life. <laughs> well, all I've got to say you is, you really fuck someone in another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope they don't put it in the blender dimension. Could you use this computer to get your cock back from that dimension that you sent? <laughs> yeah, because you were quite you were quite up for that. <laughs> well, all I can say is my mind is my dick's in another dimension. Fucked. Pay close attention. Was yeah, yeah. Pay close attention. <laughs> 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 Early nineties rave. Oh wow. Oh brilliant. So <laughs> so I'll go for that. I'll, I will go for that. But guys, give me give me another couple of examples. Well, this is. Uh, Another Star Wars related one, but it's not really a. Uh, this is easily explainable, but it's just something none of us ever noticed. C3PO's leg. Right. Um, I put this down to um, the colour scheme of the film and just the colour palette. Nobody ever notices. C3PO, I'm not sure which leg it is, but from the knee down, it's silver. Right. Like he's just had a replacement yeah, leg. Yeah, that's fucked up. But nobody ever notices it, and then when you show someone a picture yeah. of it and point it out, they go, what the fuck? Because how many thousands of times have you looked at 3PO? But n- trust me, he's got a silver leg from yeah. the knee down on yeah. one leg. But the way it's shot, you never really that. notice it. You know, It's only from but like set photos and things like that. Also, when the character is speaking in a film, mm. as in real life when someone's speaking, you tend to look at their face and upper body. Yeah, but you get wide shots, don't you? Oh, yeah, but you do, but you don't... Pay attention because of someone's well, leg is doing. And the thing is, yeah, the thing. Yeah, but he's gold, and the sand behind him. Yeah, it's something. You so just you don't really look at the it. colour. Fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know, but I'm just saying it is a bit weird. I, I don't remember that. It's a ri- I always remember that. That's easy to explain. Here's a. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Fuck him anyway because he's a shit character. I've always hated see three PO, and if he doesn't get blown apart in the new one, I won't be happy. Oh well. The man in the Tiananmen Square bloke stood in front of the tank. Yeah. Did they run him over? No. Well, I know that, obviously. But yeah. uh, lots of people apparently remember that as him being run over. But no, he wasn't, was he? That was the point of the protest. That they—that's why it's so famous because he went and from the tank and yeah. it stopped. Um, There's yeah. a photo of it for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's a very famous. He stood there. And it, the tank is in a halt. It, you can the blokes uh, up at the, the top. People in the dimension. They, 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 yeah, they the dimension. China's like the ultimate communist state now because yeah. that. 
bloke in the tank ran that mm. dude over and just the people went, all right, yeah. <laughs> do what you want. And that was it. So, yeah, it was out there somewhere in the dimension, China is controlling the globe. Does the Monopoly man wear a monocle? No. I always thought he did. Well done. Yeah, apparently lots of people think he did. But that's just something I think, and he doesn't, by the way. But apparently, that I would say that's just something. They can trigger the most peanuts. Yeah, and yeah. you would associate that sort of outfit. He does have a top hat and, and, and tails and yeah, a cane. Yeah, you'd associate that does with a cane. Yeah, I think he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got yeah. a cane. Yeah, that could be a Mandela effect. We don't know. Uh, the location of Sri Lanka. I don't even know where Sri Lanka is. South of India. Me neither. I know now because I'm looking at a map. Uh, the Mandela effect also frequently occurs in geography. As many people remember islands, land masses, and countries in alternate locations. Ah, no, that's just One people are shit at geography. It's just bad education. <laughs> One of the most common alternate memories is related to Sri Lanka. A lot of people remember this island being located south of India, yeah. not southeast, as the maps show. Oh. South of it. Oh, it's southeast of India, not south of India. But that's not really that different. No. Well, I suppose in terms of location of a, an island that size, well, it, used to, it is different. It used to be but... called something else. It was called Ceylon. Oh, okay. So. I didn't know C-E-Y-L-O-N, I think, so... Ah, uh, yes, no. I, I, you know what? I remember that from playing Risk on yes. the computer. <laughs> yes, On the India yes. map, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a bastard because it yeah. had three sea lanes going to it and the Dutch always tried to attack it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like thank, you, thank you, computer games. Pikachu's tail. Does he... I don't even know. Me red, red tip? But apparently many Pokemon fans remember Pikachu, the most iconic character of the series, having a black tip at the end of his tail. Some of them would draw Pikachu all the time and they would swear he had a black tip at the end of his tail. Well, not in this reality. That I'm literally quoting the article. Right. Bog off back to your reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with your, your black-tailed Pikachu. <laughs> Fucking sling you up back to your own dimension. Um... The Snow White Queen's phrase. This is one that... Most people remember the evil queen in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs going up to her mirror and saying, Mirror, mirror on the wall. But if you rewatch any version of the movie, you will discover that this phrase has never been there. The real phrase is actually magic mirror on the wall. Well, she does some panto, doesn't it? Mm. They probably can't use the fucking line, can they? They're really ripping off Snow White. Can't well, use, you can't use the original I script, can you? I the book, not panto, that they're getting confused with. Oh, whatever. Well, well my favourite... Spent <laughs> time of year and I ate pantos. My favourite version of that phrase is from an episode of um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where uh, Will Smith looks in the mirror and says, Mirror, mirror on the wall. Jean-Claude Van Damme, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, why did he use mirror, mirror? Well, it's magic mirror. Everyone knows it's magic mirror. Well, well not everyone probably, knows it. Because it's just something that's been misquoted somewhere and they just listen to it. Yeah. It's like the Luke, I am your father thing. I guarantee mm. you... Some uh, some fucking American sitcom after the film, uh, American mm. TV, Saturday Night Live, would say for example, yeah. right? Mm. Said um, they did a fucking a Star Wars bit and they just misquoted they misquoted yeah. it because the guy who was writing the thing couldn't remember exactly. Well, was like, Luke, I'm your father. Yeah. Ten million people watched that. Ten million yeah. people, go, oh yeah, Luke, I'm your father. And they tell then they they, they they tell that skit because it I've was funny. I've got a rebuttal to you. I've seen the actor in numerous interviews say, quoting Luke, I am your Well, father. maybe he's just misremembering it. I mean, the act, you think the actor has to learn his lines? He remembers yeah, no, the fucking James Earl Jones, wasn't he? Well, yeah. James, uh, he, well, who off, uh, that film was... How often does he get asked to do that fucking quote? I better fucking... Yeah, because the people who ask 
ask him, ask him, they go, can you say, Luke, I am your father? Yeah. They don't say, no, can you say, Luke, no, I am your He goes along with it. He doesn't quote them as I go. Like, no, you're wrong. He's, he's, no, he doesn't give a father. fuck. He recorded that he's, one time. He's, he's, thinking, he's getting fucking paid as well, probably. No, it's, like it's alternate fucking reality. <laughs> so 50, it's pretty fucking, un, it's probably like $500 for him to say that. Luke. You'd say it right then, wouldn't you? Well, no, because he doesn't care. He's getting paid anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> His fucking legs, silver. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. I'm gonna. S- well, right. so you no. basically, you s- if ten million people listen to a wrong quote and they f- mm. a wrong joke, mm. and then they go and f- tell, they go and tell because it was a funny bit. So they stood stood around the water town on the morning and the canteen in the morning for the shift starts and they turn that joke. Yeah. Right. So they're saying it wrong again. And then them people yeah. go You're and all about say, Chinese whispers. Yeah, but that's what this thing is. It's Chinese whispers. Well, it's people having shit memories. Yeah, and, <laughs> and shit memories. And I'm, how, how good are we? Life is like a box of chocolates. What's the actual quote then? You never know what you're going to get. Life was like a box of chocolates. Uh, hey, what? Life was like a box of chocolates. It's just people misquoted things. Yeah. Yeah, we misquote shit all the time. <laughs> History, <laughs> facts, yeah. we misquote stuff all the time. I mean, I, we always paraphrase stuff and throw more swearing in. That's why yeah. it's fun. It's you know, you know, life is like a box of chocolate. Who gives a shit what it is anyway? Who cares? <laughs> I'm not a smart man. Uh, you know, know I don't really is. like that film very much. Uh, I haven't watched it for years. Like I wouldn't it watch it again. No, I don't feel the need to. Uh, I liked it at the time. Um, I just kept running. <laughs> oh, Why don't it. you love me, Jenny? Because, no, there's uh, a reason for that, Forrest. Because she's a coked up slime. Are you fucking I think she did. How, probably giving Forrest AIDS in the process. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid had AIDS by the definition. Then, Poor little Forrest. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. There's too, many... Dying, you got magic legs. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many complexities. Uh, <laughs> I do like Tom Hanks, though. Yeah, um, no, 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 he's... Oh, feel the dreams. Build it and they will come. Again, it's just a mis... Yeah, he's a misquote. Build it and he like... will come, I think, is, is the real thing, isn't it? Well, it would be different if it was like the actual line was build it and the alien hordes of <laughs> sucking warmongering yeah, that's sex that, that, alien that beasts That universe is too far away, isn't it? It's well, got to be, uh, be the ones that are touching that, uh, yeah. that are bleeding in. Well, yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, you can see, a lot of this you can just also say, yeah, people are shit members. Yeah, you can. So you can go, yeah, yeah. And we've had this. We've had the hard science. Yeah. And you say, yeah, yeah. These these multiple universes. Hard science. Hard science. The listener just slammed his fist into his palm. <laughs> <laughs> science. I'll be watching that later. This reality or the next? Probably all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got this one. My dick's in the other one. Didn't it? <laughs> Mike has a transdimensional penis. <laughs> Sadly, it's never with him. <laughs> oh. That'd be a good name for a metal band: transdimensional <laughs> penis. <laughs> Does that mean me bollocks are here? Will they have to go with it? Because if it, it if it stays here, it can't do much. Can it? It's quantum entangled. Isn't it? yeah. You're taking your it's balls all connected, and quantum man. entangled <laughs> <laughs> through time and space. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean your balls will be blinking in and out of existence? Oh, no. <laughs> God, you're the scientist. Yeah, you're science officer, Mike. Well, no, wouldn't it just be here? Just be here. They'd both, they'd both be here and not here at the same time. So. 
Well, I'm going to be completely honest Due to quantum superposition? I didn't understand any of that quantum stuff, but I'll take your word for it. I know that there are physicists, actual yeah. science people dedicated to this stuff. Um, well, apparently this is how they work. Yeah. And they, they go into other universes, use their resources to compute calculation. Does this mean, imagine that one day some sort of interdimensional energy police are going to come. We've been taking energy sure, from other dimensions. They're going to they? they turn up like bailiffs, interdimensional yeah. energy oh, bailiffs. Fuck. Their version of Channel 5 will be recording it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a reality show yeah. in their dimension. What's a reality right. show? Carpey will take it away. Carpey will take it away. We'll it for your fucking quantum computer. <laughs> You've got a fucking 20 year energy bill that you ain't fucking like. <laughs> they just make us slaves for like a long time. Yeah. Tell you what, play the money or sack me alien cock. Suck <laughs> <laughs> on space dunk. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there and alien dicks coming out of you looking at you. Having science, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple people, infinite penis of every infinite penis of every infinite yeah. universe. God, pay, I'll take your innocence away. Oh, sorry, it's it's you know what the most is <laughs> crossing a Jimmy Saffle bailiff? That's oh, exactly what he's like. He's come up again. Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. Oh. Oh. He's been on this podcast far too many times. <laughs> I suppose he's the biggest bad guy since that's, Hitler now, isn't he? The British humour, isn't it? Oh, I mean, he's yes. a terrible. Fo- you know, what he did was just. Oh, it was. It's, it's not even worth getting into. But it was. It was that bad. But you're like, we just take the piss out of him. He does look like the crypt keeper from uh, Tales he- from the Crypt. <laughs> but back to the interdimensional energy. If I did a film. He would. He, well, he's dead now. But he would have <laughs> So, how much energy do they take from an Earth? You know, very small. It's just, just, know. just just what they need, isn't it? They, yeah. they find that answer. Can they suck other things through, like green-skinned alien women? Yeah, you know, I'm always up for a bit of green-skinned alien women. Can they use it like a glory hole? <laughs> <laughs> Quantum ejaculation. <laughs> That's the name of the support. <laughs> what was the name of the band? I've forgotten that. <laughs> Transdimensional penis. That's it. <laughs> quantum ejaculation. That's the name of the album, isn't it? First album, yeah. quantum ejaculation. <laughs> this shit's right itself. Quantum ejaculation. <laughs> oh, I just some qu- qu- uh, quantum tunneling on air. <laughs> well, alright. Oh, so, shall I oh. give you what I've got on the, the fact that it's just basically. All people misremembering stuff. Yeah, can we go for a piss first? Yes, we can do a piss break. We're Uh, back. Alright, so the science thing, yeah, maybe, maybe. Alright, we'll go with that. Alternate universes bleeding into our own. But, as you said, we're going to say, it's all fucking pop culture. It's all pop culture. Yeah, the examples I found online, I kept searching for lists and thinking there's going to be a more grown up list in a minute. But they were all literally centred around the same examples which seem to be all from cartoons famous movies yeah the odd historical one like there's a, a Martin Luther King one any of the eighth we've had already yeah um, in his turkey leg would it be as if he had a turkey's leg like, <laughs> literally his leg was that of a turkey now that I could get behind 
Well, as we discussed in the multiverse episode, there is theoretically a dimension where that is true. But Henry did have like the bottom half of him was a turkey. Prison. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I just I just find the examples online a little bit daft. At why are they all pop culture? But then Mike's explanation of the science is that that proves the theory because they're all very slight differences because they're from universes very close to our own. Yet it's still not like me and Ben were saying when the mics were up. We went to the same school, so we experienced that together. It would be weird if I remembered it one way, he remembered it different. You know, I remember the doors being blue, he remembered them being yellow. But it's not, it's pop culture. Anyone can remember that wrong. I mean, yeah. everyone's memory's fallible. We've, we've misquoted many a show yeah. and film and song. You could say everything I say. We misquote everything? We misquote <laughs> everything. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. so why we say allegedly all the time. Everything I say allegedly is a misquote. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not denying. It, this is some top end, heavy, mind bending fucking science, the multiverse side of it and all that. And I don't claim to truly understand that, but I'm not going to doubt it for a second. It's just, I kind of just. I think they, I doubt, I think, the man, and she just called it the Mandela effect. Because she couldn't remember whether Nelson Mandela died. Yeah, and she's playing, um, I don't think she's particularly... Playing with a full deck, I believe you were saying. <laughs> no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think she's saying anything. Allegedly well, playing with a full Philip deck. What about Dick? Well, he was a bit depressed, I think, and hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's just, he's got no more... So Mr. Nice I'm, Guy. I'm, 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 I'm the ladder of life. The thing is, you've got this Fiona Broom, yeah. and you've got Philip K. Dick, and on the ladder of are you qualified to talk about this, neither of them are really qualified to talk about it, are they? Well, One's can... a writer, well, but they're both writers, yeah, but... one's slightly more successful than the other. <laughs> and you know, Well, they can only tell their experience up to you whether to believe or not. Yeah, but they're, they're saying that as if I should be like, oh shit, well, Philip K. Dick says it's so, so therefore it must be. Well, well no, he's just some bloke at the end of the day. Well, when. Um, he's some unqualified bloke, I'd rather believe the bloke in the white coat and glasses. Galileo, when Galileo said. Galileo. Galileo. Galileo Figaro. Galileo Figaro. I was imagining a guitar riff that kicked uh, in the moment. That's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting Brian May to rock it. <laughs> <laughs> with his perm, with his judge hair now. He's got judge hair, he's just that white, tight, curly, long hair. If he's not a guitarist, he's a judge. <laughs> yeah, but he, he loves the badges. <laughs> he does. He loves the badger, does Bry. It would be ironic if isn't the most aggressive animal in the world a honey badger? It is, yeah. It will go for your genitals. He was somehow mauled and killed by a honey badger. That would be amazing. Well, it would be amazing because we'd be losing a great guitarist trying to steal honey from a honey badger. (laughs) Did it? Someone released one while he was live on stage as a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It won't really kill him, will it? Uh Oh, (laughs) he's just there, he's eating his genitals. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So. I'll give you some psychological reasoning for the, the Mandela effect as described by, um, you know, the, the popular culture of the internet and, and Fiona Broom. Um, so we go for the misinformation effect. The, mi-informa- the misinformation affects people's reports of their memory. Simply seeing a claim for another person may sway recollections of your own memory, especially if the memory wasn't that strong to begin with. That makes yeah. sense. If you, you, so the Luke Skywalker thing, Luke and for yeah. They watched it, they went, oh yeah, shit, fuck, wow. Mm. But you don't remember the exact line, so when you come out to the cinema and someone goes, 
Luke, <laughs> your father, and just Darth Vader impression. You go, oh yeah, shit, uh, and then that just gets spread. Yeah. Because you, your own memory of it isn't mm. that strong, even though you've just seen it. But you um, just immediately suggest, someone suggests that, and you accept it as a memory. Okay. Yeah? Power of suggestion. You get confirmation bias. The tendency to search for, interpret, or recall information in a way that confirms one's beliefs or hypothesis. Those seeking Mandela effects will be often more easily persuaded by other claims, and with such claims they may agree that they will often discard any countering information. So basically, you don't want to believe it's Yeah, you're about cognitive dissonance. Yeah, cognitive dissonance or confirmation bias. Goodable fools. Mm. Um, I see that. People want to believe it's something weird. It is a thing. All of these things apply to it, I think... Uh, I don't know, how could I possibly know if it is echoes from another dimension? I don't have the apparatus to, to tell that. That's it. Um, but I can say that I remember things wrong and misremember movies and things and quotes. and of People course. do it all the time. There's loads of famous ones. I, I wonder if Rocky, how many times has Rocky really said Adrian, you know? Um, only right? really Rocky won. Yeah, you know, yo, Adrian, we did it. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad example, but it's loads. <coughs> But, again, like I said, could be echoes of... Yeah, yeah. I, I do keep that on the table. Don't mm. get me wrong. I'll, I'll keep that on the table. The the um, echoes of um, alternate realities bleeding in. I have no way of disproving No. And it, I like it. Mm. I'm keeping that on the table. But I'll also say it could be misattribution of memory, which is when information is retained in memory, but the source of the memory is forgotten. So basically, we forget where we know something from. Mm. Well, yeah, that happens to everybody all the time. Yeah, so that's awesome. You hear me do that literally every episode of the podcast where I'll yeah. say, I either heard this on a podcast or I read it somewhere. You know what I mean? I, yeah, um, I think we actually we all do it, yeah, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. So on, on, especially on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so um, we've got crypto, cryptomnesia. Crypto-fascist! <laughs> Crypto-fascist-nesia. <laughs> Cryptonesia fascists. <laughs> this is a form of memory misattribution where memory is mistaken for imagination. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There is the misconception of facts as well. Facts cannot change. They can, however, be revealed to be untrue. Yeah, facts can change. So as science and technology advances, so, do, so does our understanding of the world around us. Unfortunately, our brain is not always ready to accept new ideas and facts, so we just retain the old fact yeah. and discard the new one. Do you know the average half-life of fact? Go on. I think it's about four years. Fact. Fact. <laughs> fact, 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 Well, um, it's strange with the, the memory things. I've had this. I have a friend of mine, I won't embarrass him with his name, he doesn't have a chance he'll ever listen anyway, but... Um, I've had experience with him loads of times, and we're both drinkers, and I think that's got something to do with it. But his recording of events is always so vastly, vastly different from yeah, mine. That's perception's reality. And, and he oh, he's a massive bullshitter. And he absolutely chocker believes what he's telling me. And he remembers people being there who weren't there. Like, he's got it confused. And I'm like, no, it wasn't him. It was him. But maybe she was most confused. Oh, shut up. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have I know the guy's is drunk and record. It's, it's exceptional. Yes, it is, because I have lots of practice. But I don't bother correcting him. I've learned over the years. There's no point arguing, because he'll just argue Maybe his. you're, that's your, mate, or your mate from the next dimension that's It could be. Through. Or his memory is utterly shit. Or he's bullshit. And he <laughs> drinks more than me. No, I don't think it's the case. I think he's Depends on his claiming to have gone up to. That's No, he's recording something we both experienced. 
to oh, right. me. So he's not saying, oh, I got a blowjob. No, 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 it's like, he's like, remember the other night, and then this happened, and I'm thinking, well, no, it didn't happen like that at all. But he's adamant, and he'll think this person was there, and I'm thinking, no, it wasn't that person, it was definitely this person. But that could be to do with his alcohol intake, because yeah. he drinks a lot. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, or like you said, he could be a version from another. He's experiencing one reality, I'm experiencing another. Or he could have awful memory, or we're both functioning alcoholics. Yeah. Recording. All equally valid. And we could both be fucking wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We're or, both or, recording. Or everything you just said could have happened and not happened at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, none of this is happening. <laughs> and it is happening. <laughs> and it is Simultaneously. Happening. Oh, man. Got, Schrodinger's cat. I got really high. Too high for quantum. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a couple more, and then we are doing on the psychological reasons for yeah, I've the, got certainly the pop culture effect of it. I've got a, uh, what do you call it, a, a leak. <laughs> a, a, a leak? Yeah, about Mandela effect. Okay. Called um, Project Jabberwocky. Oh, oh, that got sounds intriguing straight away. It's Project Jabberwocky. <laughs> you said you were doing last time, man. <laughs> Apologies for any South African listeners. <laughs> it's just too good not to do. Yeah, I know. No, yeah. That is how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He did, he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Not in another well, universe. Oh, yeah, yeah, in one reality. Yeah. In one reality, he's oh, some kind of he's a head in a jar been, on a cyborg body. I've been hoisted by a moon patar. <laughs> in one reality, he's doing adverts. Have you had an accident at work or at home? That was a job art. That was a sketch, that one, wasn't it? Was that it? was like Harry Enfield or something. I like to think he did used yes. to do it, didn't he? He used he to do blackface, though. Yeah, he did. <laughs> do you know what? Someone was talking about this. I, th- I don't know when. What was this to do? Again, Mandela effect. But there was a weird period in the early 2000s, Little Britain and Harry Enfield, where blacking up suddenly <laughs> became OK did. again. Yeah. For a very brief window. No. It did. I don't think you can do it now. I mean, League of Gentlemen as well, Papa Lazarus. Yeah. It did. Yeah. My wife now. <laughs> blacking up is still acceptable in British culture. <laughs> See, that's why you should have blacked up for Halloween and oh, Bin Winston God. from the Ghostbusters, Mike. Oh, God, no. Took, the, took it for the team and Bin Winston, but no. no. He wouldn't do it. No, he Ruined the entire vibe. Oh, God, he did. <laughs> the vibe would have been much worse if he fucking <laughs> left the house blacked up as Winston. <laughs> At least it would have been... This is Telford, it's a very much cultural town. The chances of him bumping into some actual black people were very high. This would have been a quick death, quick shanking. <laughs> Dressed <Look>. as Winston. <laughs> the, the I have shit that'll turn you green. <laughs> you shanked me, man. Oh, here you go. Is this the Mandela effect, though? That line in the Ghostbusters. Does he say shit that'll turn you green or shit that'll turn you white? What's shit that'll turn you white. Ah, that's what he says. Yeah, okay. I've seen shit that will turn you white. Ah, see, I see it to the mayor. Then. Yeah. yeah, to the mayor in the office. And there's a movie I see. Mm. I see white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it isn't. It, it, it isn't. It, it's actually <laughs> I see dead people. You want about the dead people? Hmm? I was I see dead people. Yeah, but in scary movie, I thought it had changed the joke to I see white people because a black guy. 
Oh, right. That makes sense, it's funny. <laughs> no, Mike, this is your own casual racism. Because <laughs> <I'm not laughs> it's, it's just parody, so wouldn't they just change it anyway? Yeah, but he's sitting there, he's like, he's got the breath like in the kid in the film, and he's yeah. like, I see white people. Yeah, but he's surrounded by white people anyway. Yeah, it's not it's like by black people, it's a scary movie. It was done by mainly black actors, wasn't it? There was a lot of white actors in a scary movie. Uh, there was a few. <laughs> so fucking, I don't know what the. Oh, you know what? We'll move on from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going yeah. to rub it all. Yeah. Um, false memory. Um, a psychological phenomenon that occurs when a person recalls something that didn't happen, usually into PTSD and has a strong connection to trauma, abuse, etc. The subject will choose to believe the new memory as the real one will bring harm to them. So they choose to believe. They make up a false memory about something traumatic that happens where it wasn't traumatic, and they justify believe that memory. Their, like, sort of psychologically to justify their behaviour, you know, create a false. Yeah, you know, something like that. Judge Roy Moore, who thinks he's got Christian values and he goes after young women. <laughs> that one, yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. How's Dig Mike? <laughs> well, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly goes Mike after young women. Allegedly. Girls. Yeah. Um, Can't see us, Roy. Can't see us yet, Charman Aston Bastard. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, Charman. I hate to break it to you, but sort of technically speaking, he really can see us. But I know what you're saying. He can't take anything from us because we have nothing to take. Yeah. I think we can still find ourselves in a courtroom. Good publicity, mate. Any, any publicity. <laughs> we'll is wear good the t shirts with the show logo on. Exactly. <laughs> any publicity. Um, and the last one is confabulation which I wrote down because I love that word confabularities yes, is so that when you when that's you're the shagging. word around these parts <laughs> confabulation is that where you're shagging and a bit of air comes out and it goes hey maybe no sounds, it. sounds like it that's onomatopoeia again sorry that was a shit joke that bummed <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it is a disturbance of memory which produces fabrication distorted or misinterpreted memories about the world that desire to deceive others, without a desire to deceive others. So that's your mate, yeah, making up a, a better version of the night he had. Well, it's not even that, not necessarily exaggerations. He just fucking remembers it completely differently than me. It happening in a different way. Um, I was assuming that you were, being a functioning alcoholic like me, you were kind of okay mm. with the memories. You said, you might have blackouts, but you know, yeah, on the I, whole, you kind of know what you did. I have to get exceptionally drunk to black out and it does happen and then obviously I don't remember but yeah for the whole for the most part I can drink a fairly large amount of alcohol and have a solid recall yeah um, and it's strange when I talk to friends who don't remember it I remember the entire conversation details of it and stuff uh, and friends who I have no recollection of us talking about it because then they repeat themselves and tell me the same story and I'm like oh you told me this the other night yeah Did I? yes uh, so, <laughs> so yeah confabulation okay so my day-to-day -day memory is fucked because of, uh, I don't know, possible marijuana use. Um, uh, but my recall of drunken evenings is quite quite spectacular. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, you know, it balances out everything. Um, yin and yang. The yin and the yang. So um, where do we stand on this? Should we um, come, so we, yeah, we've got we Project ja Jabberwocky. Oh, yeah, you Oh, were, yeah. Uh, do you I, want to read this, Wow, well, we went right off the scale. Is you the bit of a, do a bit of a voice if you want, a bit of a um, nerdy voice. It's a confession on Reddit. Oh, really? So it's, yeah. Yeah. Everything that people think they know about the Mandela effect is incorrect. 
Even the name Mandela Effect was a term coined by an online blogger. This phenomenon has been occurring for years. Only most dismissed it as a fluke. The most severe cases were perceived to be a mental illness. Suddenly it's given a name and overnight that very same concept evolves into a disreputable meme. An online joke associated with paranormal fanatics. The people I worked for call themselves the Greyleaf Consortium. Ooh. It's an anonymous gathering consisting of the top scientists in their respective fields, as well as a cabal made up of extremely wealthy men and women. They've been around for decades, and as far as the public knows, Greyleaf doesn't exist. Oh! <laughs> well, you know now. Their purpose was to facilitate a creative outlet for some of the smartest people in the world. Freedom to develop their ideas without the meddlesome aspects of political bureaucracy and limited funding. I quite like the sound of this. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. I like very, this idea. Yeah. Very comic booky. Yeah. With the consortium, money would never be an object. The trade-off being that any creation of significant merit could be auctioned off and sold to the highest bidder. The influence of the consortium stretches all the way to Washington. And while not directly associated with our government, they have secured a great portion of their independence from R&D that they provided to the US military. Oh, I am liking this. <laughs> while our elected officials were busy looking the other way, the consortium would be able to delve into questionable avenues with very little government oversight. They were exploring aspects of the scientific that others veered away from. It was during this exploration that they discovered a revelation that would change everything for years to come. Oh, now I'm intrigued. Ooh. Ooh. To yeah. drink, to a look. Try again. Have a sip of cider. <laughs> I like that. It's, 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 this yeah. is very, very... Um, I like it so far. Yeah, it's COVID. good. Mm. Yeah, I like it. So, traditionally, we've always viewed consciousness as a singular occurrence. Quote, think, therefore I am. Even what we viewed as the Jungian archetype, or Jungian, Jungian sorry, yeah. yes, archetype, was considered more metaphor than anything else. In 1981, scientists within the consortium found the, quote, self to be just the tip of the iceberg, below our top layer of individuality. They found a collective consciousness. Ooh. Oh, unconsciousness. Ooh. A collective unconsciousness. Ooh. The rat they, monkey hive mind. Hey. <laughs> oh, shit. They found that we were tethered to a living, breathing hive consciousness, an interconnected series of threads outside the realm of our perception. Imagine your mind as a house. Everything that happens within said house is solely dependent on your own will. Your choices and decisions are all generated within the confines of this house. Yeah. Now imagine that you stepped outside of your house. Imagine that you walked up the street, only to find another house, and another, and another. Only these houses contain the living consciousnesses of others. Think about all the various connections that these houses have to each other. The streets that link the neighbourhoods, the neighbourhoods that link the cities, the cities that link the states, and so on and so forth. Since the beginning of our existence as a species, there have been ideas, concepts, ideologies that humans have adopted with no ability to, to discern how such knowledge could be shared by those separated by these massive geographical gaps. Yet our myths, legends, of all these archetypes were somehow transferred over the course of human history. For years, the notion of psychic activity, telekinesis, precognition, things teetering at the far edges of fringe science, the para, would soon be removed from the normal, as all of these murky concepts could suddenly be explained. Everything in our universe is made of energy. The force. Yeah. Atoms 
are made up of vortices of energy, vibrations, constantly spinning. These scientists found that our minds are generating the same subatomic frequency. And just like a radio station, they are theorized, they theorized the possibility of tuning into this frequency. In the mid-80s, the consortium began work on the fork. <laughs> the fork. I it's called the spork. Isn't that great? I'd do it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Would you push for the spork? Yeah. I think they mean the fork as in tuning fork. The space fork. Ah, it's space fork. Spork. Tuning fork. Yeah, it? I know. Okay. Well, you'd go for spork, wouldn't you? Yeah. Greatest massive. machine ever, greatest <laughs> thing ever, man. The spork. The spork. <laughs> it's a pretty good invention. It is. It's so, fantastic. The fork is a massive machine that would act as the world's largest antenna, specifically made to sync with the frequency. Nearly 10 miles in diameter and constructed entirely underground, right in our own backyard, the entire thing was done under the false pretenses that the finished product would be a Texas-based super collider. This is actually true. This is They, they, they did do this and they, they abandoned it. No. Nearly 14 miles of underground tunnels and the instructor had been developed before Congress pulled the plug on the whole thing. All of that was just a dog and pony show. While the public saw an abandoned underground expanse, the consortium used this secrecy to build their machine as well as a concealed facility that operated under the code name Foxhole. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I was approached in the summer of 2004 in what many would call, I'm what many would call a prodigy. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> here we go. This is where I stop, stop believing him. <laughs> I'm a child prodigy. I see you? why you wanted me to do a geeky voice though. Yeah. I finished high school at the age of 14. I'll get you. At 19, I graduated college with AS degrees in applied science and computer technology and my virginity solidly <laughs> <laughs> I added that bit. <laughs> I knew nothing other than the fact that I was being paid more money than I knew what to do with. I wasn't the only one. They recruited 12 others. These were individuals from all around the world, all of them experts in developmental software and programming. The project, the project was called Jabberwocky. <laughs> Jabberwocky. And you can tell that nerds made that up, can't you? Uh, Jabberwocky is a story, a children's story. It's a nonsensical poem from Alice in the Looking Glass. Yeah, I knew knew I'd seen it so before, so... Jabberwocky was created to interface with the fork. (laughs) Uh, They had just watched up... Sorry. Washed up on a strange land. And like many other discoverers, they wanted to explore this new world in its entirety. They wanted to map the collective unconsciousness. The fork only allowed them to monitor the frequency. In a way, it was equivalent to listening in on the wi- on white noise. Sound only allows for so much. It was theorised that if we could map the collective, we could use it to isolate patterns in groups as well as individuals, to in a way predict the outcome of certain events based on previously developed algorithms. While I did assist in the mapping process, the purpose of my team was to develop the operating system for Jabberwocky. We were banging our heads for months, and then, just out of nowhere, we figured it out. We figured her out. Oh, yeah, how convenient. The operating system, Alice, at least that's what I called her, fully autonomous, self-correcting, Alice was light years ahead of anything that we could have individually imagined. She was the woman in the red dress. (laughs) We all fucked her repeatedly. (laughs) (laughs) Bukaki. As I said before, the main job of Jabberwocky Bukaki. Sorry. Well, the main. As I said before, the main. Yeah, Bukaki's. Sorry. As 
as I said before, the main job of Jabberwocky was to map the network exabytes of information translated and organised. This information would serve as the building blocks for a digital representation of the collective you, the infinite complexity. This network would be compartmentalised into a digital matrix consisting mainly of code. Six months into the project, through sheer accident, we discovered an irregular causality within our digital construct of the frequency, an insignificant glitch. The code began to manifest results outside of its digital parameters. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Then I tried to fuck it. <laughs> Based on our own interactions with the network interface, we were causing things to happen in the real world. Events. Generated by sudden irregularities in people's behaviour, the first few events were dismissed as flukes. Oh, well, yes, all right, there. Yes, flukes, all right. But it soon became apparent that we were somehow affecting the physical reality around us. I don't know how we did it. I still don't know how we did it. The interface was only supposed to represent the data we were accumulating from the frequency. I've had that problem before. <laughs> it was always the digital avatar of something much larger. I've always considered go, myself <laughs> a person of science. But we tapped into something. Something that transcended our simple understanding of what we believe to be these three dimensional, this three-dimensional reality. As baffling as this anomaly proved to be, our curiosity quickly overtook our confusion. Naturally, we ran tests. Endless tests. We couldn't decide if we were kids on Christmas morning or scared shitless. Probably scared shitless. They're all nerds. Yeah. Um, well, actually, this guy's just lying, so it's all right. <laughs> we've, we found that through precise manipulation of the code, we could literally affect the perception of a living person the same way one could make adjustments to a computer-generated character within a piece of software. This discovery would be unparalleled with anything that had come before it. Well, no shit. <laughs> In the early stages, we would only experiment on the individual person, altering their, their ideas of basic things like the colour of objects, lyrics to a song, etc. Well, all of these things... I'm going to always rip this fucking apart right now. All of these tests were successful, leaving the subjects with no real lasting symptoms. This involved clipping sections of code, these clippings consisted of memory fragments, images, words, all taken from other people, only to be reattached to a pre-existing thread of code. I'm so, sorry, this is just on, fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, oh yeah, I created this really fucking intense computer fucking program that can rewire someone's brain so that I change someone's recollections of song lyrics. Fuck off. Fuck off. Bullshit. Maybe they're being responsible. Yeah, that's something you can test there and then in the lab. Bullshit, bollocks. You can test that, can't you? Go? Oh, fuck off. What's the famous line from Star Wars? Can you tell me? And then they repeat it wrong to you, and you're like, ah, see, I programmed it wrong in yeah. his head. I changed the word no to Luke. Bullshit. This sorry. is from Reddit, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this guy's... Oh, I'm a child prodigy. Oh, fuck so off. Are you, are and why aren't you looking at a fucking lab while you're writing shit on Reddit? <laughs> so this is... So, this is one argument for why the Mandela effect is real. It's this group, Grey yeah, Leaf. This is this is his confession on Reddit. Yeah. Oh, I'll write me confession well, on Reddit. I won't enter a major news network or anything, you know. What's the modern world? Well, that's, that's how you do things. You yeah. go on Reddit now. You dump it on Reddit, mate. Come on, give it the time. Oh, right. You don't send it to someone actually people can fucking read it then. Well, yeah, on Reddit. Yeah, but like, not. Where lots and lots of people can read yeah, it and yeah, see it. You don't, you, don't <laughs> hack, you don't hack the fucking. This is all going to come out on We don't hack the fucking yeah. tellies in fucking Piccadilly Circus or, and fucking display it on there, do you? No, no you're right on Reddit. 
They hack your brain and tell you that Nelson Mandela died in prison. Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> Just to prove to themselves they could do it. No bullshit. Grey leaf. You have a fucking money that tends to do that. All they'll do is piss around people's recollection of song lyrics. I'd go fucking ape if I was financing that. That was a really long, long confession. Very detailed. Yeah. That's how you know it's true. He, he put f- details in it. He put details, he put words in it. He put <laughs> fucking science. Oh, I'm going to do some scientific because I'm going to try and make myself sound intelligent. You've had a real problem with the order people have put words in today, haven't you? <laughs> I don't like the order of those words. <laughs> oh, old um, fucking Philip K. Dick there, he was just saying words for a bit. No, he wasn't. Just, just, just words, just random words. This guy. He's just like, yeah, I'm a child prodigy, so fuck you, this is what we did, and all I did was piss about people's interpretation of song lyrics. Well, that is that, so I'm not going to read the rest of it, but can we imagine, like, uh, we could presume maybe that, he's basically, they did this to test, it's it's quite long, they did this to test, I imagine, their new computer system, so we can change, affect people's thoughts, how are we going to test it, we'll just do something small, We'll change how he remembers the Queen song, the champions. We are the champions. See, it just happened to me. No, I'm um, the so that Alice has become self-aware. So this as well, they could use this now for very nefarious means. Well, Alice has become self-aware, according to him. Oh right. Yeah, he says it didn't take long to realise that Alice was becoming self-aware. We programmed with her a kind of intelligence, knowing that we would never be able to monitor her actions twenty-four-seven. She needed to be able to act accordingly when she encountered a problem. Sounds like fucking Skynet to me. Why would you do that? Fucking scientists. What you said? Attaching computers to monkeys, creating... So so Alice is self-aware and she's still fucking about people's recollections of song lyrics. That's all she's got to do. Looks that way, yeah. If fucking Pat Butcher getting high is a false (laughs) memory, I'm (laughs) going to be so pissed off with this Alice bitch. I'll read the last bit. I believe that Alice still exists, submerged within the collective consciousness. She's changing our memories. For what purpose, I don't know. What I do know is that we let something loose in this world, something that could very well be our undoing. Oh, cock off. <laughs> Alright, and what's his name? Where is he? Who is he? He's anonymous, isn't he? Oh. I'm going to say I'm Bill from Texas. Yeah, what? <laughs> He's a child prodigy. There's no child prodigies called Bill from Texas. <laughs> Unless he's a prodigy in shooting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't... I see something some dude well, wrote. Well, obviously, you know, it's you, just... you've got to, it's, it's out there for you to believe or not believe. That's, that's basically, oh, that, right, that thing... is creepy pasta. It's just like a, it's a kid's... The whole thing kids. stinks to me, that John Titor, time traveller, do you oh, remember that? That is going to be an episode, yeah. John yeah. Titor. You know, I'll yeah. be honest, it's, John it's on Reddit. Uh, I believe it's on Reddit. Yeah, it probably is, but so there's a lot so of shit. one year ago by... Jay Goodspeed, which is, isn't uh, that... Um, I think his name in the rock, in this case he's rock in the rock, Goodspeed. I'm not sure, but I know that it's John Goodspeed. That's a hell of a story. Good yeah. idea. He should write a book. Yeah, it's great. It's it's, it's a cracking story, but that's well, something. You know, I'm just putting it this was out there, this was on the Mandela effect. Yeah, I admire your research. But uh, And I can't believe none of us have said this, but Alice. Who, Who the, the fuck is Alice? Alice? <laughs> you know, I used to go and watch Chubby Brown every fucking year, right? Genu- about three or four years, it was like a bit of a lad's day with me and my dad and some, some, some of his mates and girls. Like and we go and watch Chewy Brown. And then he just, one year, he was just bollocks. He just basically all the same jokes. Oh, no. Most of the show was the, the shitty songs. Which I never, I if I always think of a comedian doing songs, the second yeah. comedian doing songs, 
they just haven't got enough material. Yeah. Is my well, thing. Unless it's their act. Can we? Um, can I have a wee break? So yeah. Guys, and then you, I think we should try and wrap up. Yeah. Oh, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. The, thing, the second a comedian <clears throat> starts doing songs when his main show is supposed to be a stand-up, I lose interest. And mm. the August University was shit. Uh, well, and we never went again. I've got to be honest. I've got a soft spot for comedy songs. I really do enjoy a comedy song. Done well. Done well. Yeah, a good one. For example, Blue Funky Moped by Jasper Carrot. I remember yeah. that. I think it's a fucking great song. Yeah. I'm gonna ride, ride, ride. Do you remember when he was actually funny in the 90s? And he yeah. was, he, and then he did that awful fucking sitcom where it was the ultimate oh, politically correct sitcom. Yeah, wasn't he like the dad or something? He was like the dad. He was, he was totally lame, five in the what? evening yeah. type on a Saturday I used to like character um, he, like, he had like an Indian yeah. um, he was dating an Indian woman and his two white kids were living with his Indian this Indian family okay. and one of them was disabled it was like the ultimately oh, politically correct yeah. sitcom and it was awful oh god I it bet that terrible. was put was together by a committee they were just like, it probably was he's like yeah. oh Jasper will do it mm. he's got nothing to do between golden balls no, do you watch that <laughs> I actually quite yeah, liked that I show know, I didn't like it that was alright I quite liked it they had to lie to each other it was great um, for anybody listening in another country Golden Balls was a, a quiz show it, <laughs> it was, was it was nothing it's not David Beckham no, no, it, it was Beckham. nothing to but <laughs> right I'm on Dalla um what do we think uh, I'll go first if you like James yeah go on to try and sum up my thoughts all the multiverse quantum stuff I'm in no position to deny any of that or confirm yeah. any of it. The scientists are saying it's real, so I'm with it. It blows my mind a bit, the idea that that bit, I am quite high today, but the bit about, if that's real, that they're literally saying, yeah, we have a computer that's colder than space, and then we no, use energy yeah. from another universe to power it on a quantum level. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and my mind actually just, my brain that's, melted a little bit, to be fair. That's heavy. And you, the listener will realise I went a bit quiet during that bit, because I was trying to contemplate it i can't deny any of that that's probably quite real well it, these the quantum computer has been bought mm. by google oh, it's been bought by lockheed martin it's been bought by ibm are doing their own one they want they're all personal. racing to build skynet yeah so, when, so, so soon i'll be able to google what's the meaning of life and the answer will be plucked from and it will the, the entire multiverse and tell me do you remember? It's powerful enough. We'll have the access it's to. It's powerful because you think about it, only yeah. 2,000 qubits at the moment. So that means only 2,000 different universes. Yeah, but I'll get lucky in one of them 2,000 universes might have it. Yeah, but it's yeah. infinite universes, well, so you'll never find the answer, will you? Because you're yeah, never true. going to invent it. I didn't know. Uh, I thought I'd invented something, basically, but you. one of the things I learned when being creative and writing things is always Google it. So it's a good idea. You know, somebody's probably already had it. Um, and one of my friends in Italy, she calls Google God. I mean, instead of Google something, she say, "Oh, that's God." Uh, as or a little, Dio. Uh, as a little yes, uh, quirky little joke, and uh, and I said, "Oh, why do you call it God?" And she was like, "Well, you know, he has all the answers, you know." Yes. Yeah. Other people ask God for answers. I'm still waiting for a self-cleaning butt plug. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas what? is coming. Mike, where did that come from? Just random. Just pick from another universe. <laughs> Well, have so, you been Googling self-cleaning books? My, my point <laughs> was... Hang on, I'm going to say something deep, man. And Mike's gone on book-plugging. So I took you a good 30 seconds to think of an invention. <laughs> I just mentioned and then, Yeah, but 
you know, Google has all the answers, and then you show it out. Some crazy buffalo. Still haven't found that. Please, <laughs> said like you're looking for one. That was the problem. That was the joke. Move on. No, I'm genuinely concerned. Oh no, not really. Embrace so you know, it. You embrace it. You embrace it. Oh, I know. Just run it under the tap. I assume that people do clean their own book plugs. Well, I imagine a self-cleaning book plug would be a lot more useful, wouldn't it? Right, so, I thought... <laughs> you'd have to have a stand like one of them razors, them broad razors, them electric ones. Self-contained you put it in, put a cleaning capsule in. Like, there you go, man. Only market we get into. Hey! GoFundMe.com Self-cleaning book plugs. See, I've made someone a fortune. <laughs> not even knowing it. No, we can patent that because we're saying it, can't uh, we? Trademark. Yeah, um, we've trademarked the book pa- plug. The self-cleaning book plug. There we go. So, right. <laughs> I thought I'd invented the church of Google. I thought, oh, this would be a, a thing like a brand or whatever. But I Googled it to check. And um, it's already there. It's already invented. But I was meaning it as a joke. And then I found a website where people were sort of arguing on a, on a philosophical, theological level. Right. That Google actually does qualify as a deity. Oh my God! Does that mean there's a cult of Google out there? There is a church of Google, yes, that you can join. Wow. It's not very popular, but it should be. It probably spread. Yeah. But it, I remember the church. Well, of think about it. That's our future, man. It's, you know, we we instead of bowing to the gods, you can't see you bow to the AI well, it's the gods. Information. Yeah. Look, yeah. Think back in the day. We ask it anything. Knowledge as is power. As, I, as long as I have Google on my phone, my phone has battery. I have access to all knowledge, basically. Yeah, yeah. Throughout history, um, the all recorded knowledge. Yeah. Uh, I've never lost direction-wise, geographically. Um, spiritually, I can ask for guidance. It can give me numbers, places to ring, actual websites, advice. I could. It, it literally is yeah. a deity. It's our modern god. This is off the topic, so I'll try and get back to Mandela effect. Um, well, one one of the traits of a god is all knowing. Google is all That's what I mean. It's all seeing as well. Now. Yeah, it is all seeing. It's mapped the entire all world. En- all encompassing. Yeah. Wow, that's a sobering Cat, thought. Does that it? mean that technically Google's ruling the world anyway? Is maybe it is the first AI? Maybe it is. It, maybe it has become self-conscious and it, it doesn't want everyone to know. Well, every second that's of every day, that if, if everything yeah. is going through Google, exactly every second that it exists, it's building an ever more detailed. Um, record of our behaviour. Exactly. Yeah. Has anyone seen um, the Sophia robot? Is that, is that the one the I said I would fuck? Because yeah. it was at the UN. It spoke. Yeah, I think it was. Why yeah. did they put such a sexy face on yeah, it? Yeah, but she had no hair. It was <laughs> just... It just so. It was... It, as I said, it was Peter Weller's unhelmeted <laughs> head on Robocop. But it was pretty. I yeah, actually re-listened really to that. I listened to that episode again <laughs> this week. And I realised the exact same fucking thing, which is... Kind of glitch in the matrixy in a way. <laughs> it was pretty. I would fuck it. This no, I know I, that's very disrespectful. I would take it out for dinner and charm it. And yeah. well, I, I, I think she'd cut on to what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. So back to the Mandela effect, though. Yes, I believe multiverses, things like that. Do I think can they bleed through? No idea. Have we seen echoes of it? No idea. Possibly. But these examples online, I just wish they had a bit more. And I know, Mike, you've backed that up with the idea that, well, the fact that they're so minor and so insignificant sort of proves the theory. But, you know, 
You can't get around the science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but does it though? I oh mean, my god, you said it like a game show host then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you waved your finger at me like, <laughs> like it was your catchphrase. <laughs> you can't get around the science. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty. Uh, uh, join us next week, everybody, where we will have another contestant. Um, so yeah, I, I just think certain examples are fucking daft. Oh my god. You could, you could do kind of a game show called Cargo of the Science where we invite delusional people on to do the things they think they can do. Oh, so what's someone guy like, I can walk on lava because I'm Jesus and we get some lava and make him walk across we, it. Where do we get lava? From a volcano. We go on Amazon. Yeah. I don't, remember, I don't remember anywhere in the Bible Jesus walking over hot lava. No, but we say walking you do. Yeah. Right? And if he goes, oh, I, I'm so, I'm God, so I can, I could walk over lava, we'll go, all right. So, so we just we'll, chuck we'll, him in a pool we'll and take it, go on, we'll, we'll, we'll take it, watch him burn. Walk on that, you mental Exactly. Watch him burn and say, can't get around the science. Exactly. Exactly. All the pain. <laughs> that's what we'll do yeah, right. next week next week folks <laughs> yeah. so look. this is a man smouldering in crying <laughs> in agony yeah. <coughs> we're basically taking to a volcano that's erupted push around a helicopter into the lava it sounds expensive <laughs> yeah we've got our funding it'll be a TV show and Thanks, we're we yeah. going to sacrifice the volcano god at the same time exactly <laughs> averting his wrath <laughs> so what's your opinion on the fucking Mandela effect I think that while I, I love the uh, the science behind it and it's great and I can understand that <coughs> to a point, um, even someone as simple as me, um, well, as drunk as me, um, <laughs> I, I can see that maybe, yes, yeah, stuff does bleed in. I mean, but I think that my psychological things are true. I think that is our memories. Yes, I think your psychological <laughs> things are true as well. <laughs> I think that... The memories and all those things I explained that uh, for memories, uh, why our memories go wrong, are probably the, the what's happening. Mm. Yeah, but I do like the idea of the 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 universe building. I think more than likely it is we're just remembering shit wrong because we're dumb. Mm. I concur. Yeah, I'm on the fence, obviously. Hey! I mean, the science is behind it, so it's rational, it's plausible. Are these exact examples of what's happening? I'm not sure, but it's definitely a uh, possibility. Did Curious George have a fucking tail on that? <laughs> I, I never watched it. Uh, Genuinely never watched uh, it. No idea. C-3PO's leg is silver. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have seen that meme, to be fair. Uh, yeah, you're like, okay. Would, yeah. No. If anybody is, father. if anybody is doing this, especially on purpose, like, like Alice or, or whatever, mm. or Google or Lockheed Martin Alice. or yeah. the fuck, I'll just leave us with a quote from George Orwell, 1984. Okay. He who controls the past controls the future. He who controls the present controls the past. That was also um, Kane from uh, Command and Conquer. Yes, it was. Wow. Yeah, love them games. Love them. So, that's the... Uh, the Mandela effect. Yeah. Um, and we're going to finish off with a new section before we say goodbye. Where Mike's going to give us some weird facts he's found on the land of the interwebs. <laughs> That's it. Some fucked up facts. Hey. Fucked, up fucked facts. up facts. Fucked up facts. 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 <laughs> fucked up facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last year, the Americans dropped thirty-six thousand bombs on ISIS. Wow. It's a lot of bombs. It's a lot of bombs. Thirty-six thousand bombs. Do you know how many members of ISIS there currently are? Nope. 